This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey, this is Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm GeekCast Joe. And we're from The This Freaking show. show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. Our show, we talk about topics such as sports, technology, the random bullshit that no one really cares about, and of course, friendship. I thought you said things people didn't care about. Oh yeah, I guess friendship falls into that. Anyway, you can find us at thisfreakinshow.com or on iTunes by searching This Freakin' Show. Man, my balls itch. Episode number 113, I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And there's no Blake. Again, he's still lost in the black void of... Uh, Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Or he's doing something honorable. Yeah, but it's Blake. We can't We can't. Honorable. We can't give him props for that. We can't. We, can't. we, can't, we can't, can't assume honor when Fallout 4 is involved. That's true. So, Blake will be back next week. We've had some questions on Twitter. He will be back next week. But in the meantime... Because I have to gloat over my Oscar victory this week. Uh, we brought Scab Jeff back. Welcome, Scab. Thank you. So, Oscars, it was a fun time, huh? It was. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. We can talk about it now. We just can't talk about the winners until we get to the news of the geek. Then well, we can do our competition. Right, well, then we can talk about how it wasn't fun because I kept losing. Oh, see, Scab Jeff has a big party every year. One year I'm going to get to it. I doubt that's, that. That's what you said this year. No, I said I had a family birthday party. Trust me. Well, months ago you said, yeah, I'll make it. Yeah, I'll make well, it. Well, I didn't know the birthday party was going to be that night. You, you don't have a calendar that you can write things onto several months in advance? I think I would advance? lose that battle, but my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, so Mr. Uh, Scab Jeff, did you win? I did win. But oh, it, was I, a, it was a three-way tie for the win. Wow. How many victory, uh, correct ones did you pick? I don't remember. I, I missed nine. Missed nine. I think there's 24 categories. Yeah, there were 24, so whatever the math does. So uh, 15 and nine. Uh, 15 and nine. 15. I was 12 and 12. That's not bad. 500. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, looking over my picks, I think it might be better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did we all think about Chris Rock? I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was funny. He did okay. I'm, there wasn't anything that stood out as iconic moment that will last forever but but there was nothing that he did that 
drug on that was annoying. Like Correct. Musical numbers or things you know, like that. No musical numbers other than just having the uh, uh, nominees sing. And they only did three of the five nominees. Is that what it was? Because I thought I missed some. Because I got home um, right before, right as it was starting. So we paused. I watched, or I uh, caught, mo- I caught all the monologue, and then I missed like a couple of the awards while we were getting ready and everything. So um, I didn't know if I thought I saw only saw a couple songs. Yeah, they only performed three. Two of them, which didn't sound very good anyway, was were not performed. Can we all agree that Sam Smith's song should not have won? I thought the Gaga song was going to win. I thought that one was going to win too. I don't know if it was better. Uh, it was more powerful. But I don't. I, I I've heard bad things about the Sam Smith Spectre song. I've not heard many people like it. it I, I wasn't a fan of any of the songs that were up personally. So. Nothing really stuck out to, for me either. I wasn't a big fan of any. I of mean, them. there were other years where there were two or three songs I liked, and it's like, oh, which one should? What am I cheering for? Oh, that one that was nominated for her was a fantastic song. I do remember that was last year. Two yeah, years ago. I think it was two, two years, years ago. ago. Uh, the Spectre song, I think, had an issue because Adele kicked ass on the last Bond film. Well, yeah. And I think that was a tough one to follow up with, with Sam Smith. I like Sam Smith. I got uh, several of his songs downloaded, but I didn't. I was not a fan of that song at all. Um, but I thought Chris Rock did a decent job. I thought, he did, I thought he made the joke and he did some good jabs with the racism yeah. and the 1960s. We didn't really care who won Best Short Documentary Foreign. Yeah. Uh, while we were, you know, being yeah. uh, raped and everything else right. he said. Uh, the, the problem was it was pretty much the only joke the entire night was the, uh, you know, the diversity joke. And, uh, I, yeah, that was it. That's the only joke they I had. I thought he was funny, but I agree. I thought I was expecting some different side, like, jokes and uh, different uh, subjects. All right. Since we're talking about it, and they were talking about the boycott and everything, yeah. did anyone else think it was pretty shitty of uh, Spike Lee to talk about, you know, we should boycott it, and then he went and accepted an award? Yes, I was going to say that. I thought that was a little odd. He went the night before, right? Yeah, he went to the, the night before and accepted, like, a Lifetime Achievement yeah, Award or something. I'm but like, I'm going boycott the Oscars. Yeah, no, that's part of the Oscars. Yeah, you So can... you can't accept an award... While telling everyone to boycott. You can't pick and choose. Apparently you can. I did like Chris Rock's thing. I wasn't going to quit. I didn't want to lose another job to a white guy. <laughs> I forgot all about Neil Patrick Harris was the guy last year. The host. Oh, was he last year? Yeah. He was not that great. I like MPH. He did but some singing. Yeah. Oh, I always do singing. <laughs> I like MPH. I just didn't think he was that great last year. Better than James Franco. Everyone was better than James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he was high? You think he was high during that hosting, James Franco, or he just didn't give a shit? I don't think he gave a shit. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't swear he wasn't high, but I don't know. Was there any big surprises that you were that we didn't pick? You know, anything uh, that stood out? That we didn't pick, we picked. Oh, that we didn't talk we, about. We picked Sorry. all the big ones. The song uh, was one of mine. Um, didn't we pick song? No, I don't think we did on our list no, for the podcast. We did not. So, well, never mind. We'll get to that. Anything else going on with you, Scamp Jeff? Anything you want to talk about besides the Oscars? I did start watching Being Human, the British version. Okay. I'm in season four. Oh! <laughs> You're in season four. I, okay. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
what you told me last Tuesday to start yeah, watching. Yeah, that. a week ago. Well, I finished Broadchurch and then I started watching <laughs> Being Human. So I'm... Yeah, I, I started Broadchurch. I'm in episode one of the first season. <laughs> episode one of the first okay. season, yes. Okay. Who did it? Who do you think did it? (laughs) Do you want me to guess? Yeah, go ahead. I'm guessing it was... We won't tell. Yeah. Well, he probably shouldn't guess yet. I'm not sure if if everybody's even been in this episode. Yeah, I know, but go ahead. Who do you think? I'm going to guess it's the cop's husband. Okay. I think every week you should take a guess on who it is. Okay. (laughs) Just keep going. (laughs) I love the first season of Broadchurch. Uh, Jeff, Scab, you've watched. You're watching the British version. Jeff, now, did you watch the English version of, or the American version of Being Human? Yeah, uh, not. I don't think I watched a all lot of it. Okay, I watched the first maybe two seasons. Is the British better? Oh, much better. Okay, I mean the it's okay the American version, but nowhere near as good as the British. What do you, th- what do you think, Scab? I I like it. Um... It's not the best British show that I've seen, but it's better than Doctor Who. <laughs> Does anyone have a magic wand? Screwdriver? Flashlight? Whatever it no. is. Sunglasses? Yeah. Apparently he got sunglasses. But, but the Ooh. premise of the whole thing sounded ridiculous. The I'm premise like, sounded ridiculous. Uh, absolutely agree. ridiculous. Like Doctor a va- Who or a, being human? Being human. Oh, okay. A vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost living together. And shenanigans ensue. Sounds like a bad <laughs> joke. It, it, <laughs> It sounded ridiculous, but it's good, and sometimes it gets really dark, and some of the humor is great. Like, they're, uh, I, it's like, it's that British humor that I really, really like. And out of all the British shows that I've been watching recently, I'm pretty sure that every single one has some sort of reference to pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm very familiar with the With pedophiles? I'm worried about this. Time that the British call pedophiles pedos. Really? They they have in every show that I've seen here. Did they do that in Broadchurch? They do that yeah. in Broadchurch. Oh. Uh, three six five plus one. Ch- oh, not anymore. It's after the leap year. Oh, it's after three six five flicks podcast. Help us out with that. I would not Twitter tweet about that though. That could get dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll be followed by a lot of people. Yes, not good people. Nambla. Uh, do not be followed by them. Oh, I was thinking more of like the FBI or they're in a, they're in uh, UK. <laughs> What's their thing? Am I six? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just saying if you start tweeting well, yes. about PDUs or whatnot, then then the, the government might follow, start following you. And but I'm not sure about the season that I'm on currently. It's the I guess it started like the Terminator season, or it started like yeah. the the movie The Terminator, where they're in the future and. Yeah, you uh, might have actually gotten farther than I actually ever watched. Uh, I think I only saw the first three seasons. Could you well, tell Jeff what happened? They're in the future, and the vampire's taking over the world, and there's a small cell of individuals who go back in time to I thought to this was a comedy. People. Oh, no, it's not a comedy. Oh, it's, it's, it's oh, dark. Oh, I thought it was a comedy. No, no. It's, the, pre, the premise <laughs> makes it sound like comedy, but it's dark. It's scary. I have nightmares. Really? I don't think technically the premise was hijinks ensue. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I saw it. Oh, the commercial. Well, it was sci-fi, so give it there. But I didn't know that. Oh, no, I may be intrigued com- to watch it now. Yeah. I thought it was a comedy, so I didn't really care. No, not a comedy no, at all. No, it's bloody there, and There nice. might be a couple of jokes, but that's any show will have jokes yeah. thrown in. Yeah. Except for apparently my so-called life. Apparently there wasn't a single joke in that entire Or King show. of Queens. <laughs> Well, there were attempts at jokes. In I don't think even those were attempts. Come on, they brought in Nicole Sullivan for a reason. 
I don't think those were attempts. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. <laughs> that was loud. Uh, I saw something on Netflix. Fuller House. The Full House sequel. Okay. <laughs> I'm through two and a half episodes. That's Ooh, you lasted. No, my wife has. Than... My wife is the one watching. And even her comment was, I don't know if I can watch anymore. <laughs> and she is, she likes, she loved Full House. This is awful. The first episode, you wanted to see how many references they could make from the old episodes. Oh, of course. But it was the first episode. I was like, pace yourself, guys. Just pace it. Just pace it. I'm assuming after the first episode, they'll stop making all the references. They, like, throw them all into the the beginning. And because they're having the characters for the pilot that aren't going to be in for the whole season. Uh, Stamos is in the second one. He makes a cameo. It's also because he's executive executive producer. producer, (laughs) He wants it to succeed. Yes. Uh, It is not good. Uh, it is a guilty pleasure. It's like watching a car wreck. You just got, you slow down, you watch it, and you're like, I can't believe this got greenlit. I will say, Stephanie Jody Sweden, my goodness, did she um, get a big personality in the off season? <laughs> the, it's the been off season thing. in the last 20 years. <laughs> I, f- I felt like her agent was basically, hey, they want you for full house, and you just hear the tires squealing, and she goes to the plastic surgeon to get the boob uh, job. It is ridiculous. Fun, but know. ridiculous. Didn't she have big boobs and pants off dance off? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little scared that you said that. What's pants off it was dance some off? Show on much TV. Uh, the, I, What's much TV? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the Canadian MTV. Uh, Do you have Canadian TV? <laughs> I had satellite at one point. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was um, on. It was on the yeah direct TV. So. Oh, okay. I was just. I don't know. But I, I have not seen I'm her in disappointed. It, the name of the show sounds much better than it actually was. Okay. So there were no pants on? They really weren't taking their pants off. No. Oh. Um, I did. No. <laughs> <laughs> my comment was while watching it, uh, watching Fuller House, I looked at my wife. I said, meth does a body good because she looks a lot better than when she was on meth. And that's not even allegedly. That was in People. <laughs> <laughs> well, People. People. I mean, she was arrested for meth, too. But I knew it was there was drugs. I don't know what drugs it was, but I was surprised Dave Coulier would not stick around. <laughs> did, did he at least cut it out? Yes, first episode, <laughs> cut it out, and uh, they did make a joke in the first in the second episode. You know, Jody Sweden did have mercy to John Stamos, and he's like, "No, how rude, how rude." Yeah. So, uh, but how's Kimmy Gibbler? Yeah, she's still there. <laughs> the, the the kids act, the child actors are not good they're they, not good. they they weren't on the original show i did so. like the comment in the first episode that they all of them all the original cast they're like oh and i think it was kimmy gibbler she's like oh where's michelle and they all the one i think danny tanner goes oh she's too busy with her clothing line and they all look at the the camera and just stop for like three seconds <laughs> and then they go back to their show <laughs> i thought oh, that was kind of funny that's a nice little dig <laughs> So, it's not good. <laughs> you know what they should have done? They should have got Ashley Olsen to come in and play. Ooh. She's too busy being Scarlet Witch. Oh, well. As Scarlet Witch. That oh, would that be would better. Be better. That would right. be better. So, uh, anything else we're watching? Flash? Anyone caught up on Flash? Uh, not tonight's episode, obviously. It's, no, it's, not, it's gone until March 22nd. Oh. There's a couple week break. Oh, that was uh, the break. Yeah, did you see the Zoom being unmasked? I, I saw the, the reveal. Okay, spoilers for the next minute. 
Who do you think it is? Is it really Jay Garrick? I'm thinking it could be one of two things. Jay Garrick from Earth One, mm-hmm. or whatever his name is since mm-hmm. he was adopted, or they're going to Earth Three. Doug, number one fan, said he thought it was Hunter Zolman, uh, who's another one. Yeah, that's the Jay, Jay Garrick from Earth One. Is it? Okay. He, yeah, because okay. they, they found his doppelganger. He was adopted. I saw that. And, I, I yeah. forgot what his name was. I thought yeah. Hunter Zolman was a different one. Okay. I um, think that's who it was. Okay. It, it was a name like that. So. Is that Jay Garrick in the mask in the prison? Another Jay Garrick? That's what I'm thinking. That might be, too. He might be going through and collecting Jay Garricks all over the place or something. That's pretty... Okay, that could be clever. I thought originally that... He got reminded me of Diggle with the mask in that. Um, I thought, could that be Earth 3 Diggle? It wouldn't make sense. It makes more sense as Jay Garrick from the other Earths. Um, I did like that uh, when Diggle showed up in this episode and he asked, uh, who's the scientist that makes everything? The boy, the guy scientist. Vibe. Um, oh. Uh, Ramon. Yeah. Cisco. Cisco, yeah. He's like, how's the mask? Could use some two adjustments. Cisco's yeah. like, I'll take care of it. Because <laughs> he gets a new mask this season. Ah. Uh, so. Well, good. Because his old one looked kind of dumb. Oh, it looks bad. Spartan. Uh, it does look like Night Thrasher. I agree. It, it, you it, said Every it. time I see it, it's Night Thrasher. Uh, the Flash, though, I, like I said, I'm, I wa- binge-watched three episodes the other night. I am loving that show. It is a fun show. I'm I know. Enjoying, I won't I, say love it. I know me and you have a little difference, but it is my favorite show of the superheroes. Legends of Tomorrow is getting close. I think I already like Legends better, just for the simple fact that you you have uh, Wentworth uh, Miller. Yeah, Wentworth Miller. He I agree. Alone, Hobie for Wentworth, or Wentworth Miller for Hobie. Wentworth for Hobie. Hashtag it. Yeah. Hashtag. We want him on Skype. Or he can show up. Oh, he, yeah, we'll invite him into the, uh, uh, Bob, the Bob Studio. Studios. We'll do that. He might show up quicker than Tara Reid. Well, I feel like Tara Reid would give more sexual favors for though. The problem is... I have never coming on your show. <laughs> the, the problem is I think we could give Tara Reid directions to get here and she'd get lost. She would be lost in Newfoundland. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at Ellen and Dark People. <laughs> what do you have against Tara Reid? She's awful. <laughs> <laughs> But, but she was in uh, Sharknado. No, the 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 sequel to the Coen Brothers movie, um, Big Lebowski Two. Oh, oh yes. she was everybody in Big Lebowski <laughs> Two. She yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we do a moment of silence for uh, George from Naked Gun? Uh, George, oh, George Kennedy. George Kennedy. Moment of silence. And can we uh, yell at the uh, Academy for not putting Abe Vigoda in the, the in-memorandum part? Yeah, do they have something against Fish? Well, Fish, yeah, because that's a TV show. But, I mean, he was still a film actor, too. I agree, but I, I feel a little bad for him. I, I don't get it. It's kind of like when, who, Corey Feldman was killed, dead? Or Corey Haim. Haim, whichever one. Doesn't matter. Um, when they didn't put him in, he was in Lost Boys. <laughs> and uh, License to Drive oh. and Lucas okay well I wouldn't put him in now either <laughs> especially after License to Drive so anything you're watching anything else Scab Jeff uh, watching four seasons of, of Being Human has okay. taken up most of my <laughs> most of your time <laughs> most of my time Okay. I, I did just see the new Gotham last night I have not you can talk about it Jeff did you see it oh I saw it how is Doctor? So is is the backstory for Hugo Strange correct? I have no clue what Hugo Strange's backstory is. 
What's Hugo Strange's backstory? I that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I can look it up. Well, I tried to look it up on Wikipedia, and it has like three different ones. Oh well, it is DC. So they probably <laughs> have three different backstories. <laughs> I saw the promo for him, and he looks like him. He did a good job. It's D.B. Wong in the first. I'm like, that's the psychiatrist from Law and Order. Oh, I was thinking the scientist from Jurassic Park. <laughs> was that D.B. Wong? Yeah, yeah. It's the same character. Oh. The same character. character same character. <laughs> same. How about the backstory for Mister Freeze? Uh, that's pretty close to what I know of the backstory. Is his fiance or it, wife? His his wife is sick with a disease, and he yep. wants and he's trying cryogenic experiments to hope to save her. Um, is yeah, that is pretty close to it. I think they changed it a little bit in the new Fifty Two, um, but. I think he's more sympathetic in the new one. I forget how they did it. Uh, but it doesn't matter because DC's getting changed over again. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't, but it doesn't surprise me. They're combining some of New 52 and the old. So now uh, it's a whole nother thing. It's like, and you wonder why people ter- stop collecting. You keep changing this. I had no problem with the New 52. If you're going to do that route, that's fine. Stick to it. But everybody yeah. knows it's going to change. Yeah, aren't they like ending the run of like all everything at fifty two and starting over again? Yeah. So like all the original new fifty two books are getting up to issue fifty two, and then they're going to reboot them all. Oh, is that what number it is? I, th- I think that's what I thought I heard him say on Graphic Novice. Great. I know they're redoing. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Batman and or Detective and uh, Action. They're going back to their original numbering because, of course, because a thousand soon. Yeah, it's is coming. Soon. Yeah, big numbers coming up soon, so we have to go back to the original numbering. Uh, yes, that is B.D. Wong is um, the Doctor Hugo Strange and Jurassic Park. Uh, so. The henchman for um, for Penguin, who's now in the in the main seat. Butch. Yeah. Is he somebody from the comic books? I don't think so. I no. think he's just... Because he's got, like, that cool drill on his hand, which seems like somebody from comic books. I love have. how he switches. He had a, didn't he have a boxing glove or something? He had a couple different things in the last couple episodes. But that seems like a comic book type of thing. I, I just didn't know any better. I'm, I feel like... And I haven't watched the newest one. I feel like I'm kind of enjoying it now that I know what it is. Yeah. Like, I know what it's not going to You've be. been enjoying I it. I have been enjoying it. Other than the Bruce Wayne shit. Fuck and he Bruce wasn't Wayne. in this episode. So. At all? I no. think the only thing he was in was in the flashbacks to get you back up Good. to speed. So that's probably why this was a more enjoyable episode. I, I, I do enjoy it. I'm not saying that. I'm Didn't saying, it win the floppy? It, Let's not it, talk about that. It won the floppy two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am enjoying it. I'm not saying that. I don't want to be like, oh, I hate it and try, you know, be the cool kids. Uh... Because we know Dev has never been cool. But I'm just saying, I feel like I'm enjoying it more because I realize what it is and what it's not going to be. So it's like, okay, I've accepted that. I'll move on. It's not my favorite superhero film or show. It's probably down on my list. (laughs) I think it's better than Supergirl. Uh, (laughs) Apparently you're one of the few people. Everyone loves Supergirl. Obviously I'm wrong. I don't get it. (laughs) Dev likes it doesn't like it. So I'm with him on that. You are cool, Dev. I can change quick. So, I can change, I can change. Listener feedback? All right, listener feedback. Let's start with how does Doug sound? Number one fan. Can't give yourself a nickname. How does he sound? Well, uh, I love Disney. Um, just saying that uh, Disney is awesome. Uh, Disney. <laughs> All right. That's my Doug impression. 
<laughs> All right, write us in on how much you like Jason's Doug impression. I should have just done that impression to see if you could have gotten it. It's pretty <laughs> spot on. I don't have the voice of a Scottish angel like Chris from 365 Flicks Podcast. Fucking A. It's shite. Uh, but I will say I'm pretty close. Pretty close. Kev wishes he was as good. He, Chris carries that show. <laughs> wow. Digging up. D- just throwing the dirt yeah. on. Throwing it on. Just shaking them up and letting them go. Yep. Yep. All right, well, Doug says, will trading Dion Phaneuf vault Toronto to the Stanley Cup? Hashtag left field. Toronto (laughs) is in full trade mode. They traded everybody. I think they traded seats. Some seats that weren't, you know, down. Oh, empty seats? Yeah, I mean, they weren't using them, so you might as well trade them. Uh, I think they traded them to Edmonton, and Edmonton's like, we can fill more arenas. With seats, not with people, but with seats. Well, we're actually put seats in our seats. Yes. <laughs> so it looks filled on TV. Yeah. Uh, Toronto's had some rough time, but at least we're in full-blown, you know, trade mode. Trade I think mode. they said they have 17 picks in the next two years. Wow. So that's good. It doesn't really matter if you can't pick anybody. See, I kind of wish Columbus was in full-blown trade mode, but they already traded everything of value they had other than their injured goalie. Is Columbus in last... I'd be stunned if they weren't. Okay. They weren't last time I checked. Okay. I don't follow Columbus that much, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to the game on Friday. Are you? Yeah. Up in Columbus? Columbus? Yeah. Who do they play? Uh, they're, they're playing the uh, the Oilers. Oh! Is Nickel coming down? I don't know. I, oh. I didn't invite him. He doesn't so. have a cabin to work on anymore, so you might as well come uh, down. That's Sorry. shite. I'm Sorry. Sorry. That's, yeah, it's like a friend of mine is saying, oh, yeah, let's go to the game. I'm like, all right, we'll pick a game we'll go to, and. He's like, all right, we're going to, you know, Edmonton game. And I'm like, man, should I wear my Hobie jersey? Do you want to wear the Hobie jersey? I don't know if I can because I'm still cheering for... Oh, you could wear the Hobie jersey. Yeah, but I can't not cheer for the Blue Jackets. That is from Nickel. Is it Edmonton Oilers? Edmonton Oilers jersey and Hobie on the back. He personalized it. I feel really bad. And he still didn't win Best Canadian? He won. He tied. <laughs> I don't need shit from you either, okay? <laughs> well, I didn't win anything. <laughs> you won. You were nominated for Best Guest. Of course, everybody was that came on our show. Yeah, but, you know. Well, whatever. But Doug won because Doug he, was he was here. Yeah. <laughs> he was the only one left. <laughs> so. And you wonder why I don't bring Pez. Well, I know. That's we're right. Running... I told you you were supposed to bring Pez. <laughs> That's right. I told you. I After you took you all my money at the Oscar party, you were supposed to at least bring Pez. Well, I actually asked my wife to bring it back today. She went out to the store and she forgot. Oh. Divorce might be a good option now. I'm just saying. Is that grounds? Grounds for oh, yeah. It's grounds. Yeah, I'm all for it. You know, she did the Kroger <laughs> click list. You know, it'd be easy. You just pull up and they put it right in. She's banned for life from Kroger. Oh, okay. She threw chili on somebody? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's Aldi's for you guys. <laughs> oh. So hungry, I could eat all these food. Oh, this ain't bad. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Calm down. I didn't know you were. This episode is sponsored by Aldi's. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> this, is, this episode is sponsored by Tara Reed. Not anymore. <laughs> now, listener feedback. Aldi's gonna demand a <laughs> an demand apology. an apology next uh, next. Oh, week. we're getting there. <laughs> Keep going, Jeff. What you um, got? And. Doug is asking Bad Grandpa what the hell happened to Robert De Niro. Did we miss this already? We never, we kept skipping it. Uh, Oh. Bad Grandpa, what the hell happened to Robert De Niro? Scab Jeff, would you like to field this one? I didn't see it. 
I know, but what happened to Robert De Niro? Maybe it's a fantastic film. I can't, I can't judge it. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait. you can. We we deduced or we figured out that you are an American. You can judge it without seeing it. Hashtag uh-huh. Kobe so American. Um, American. American. I don't know what happened to De Niro. I feel like he's up there with Al Pacino. I don't know what happened to these two guys in their twilights. Did they lose money with uh, the pyramid scam? Bernie Madoff? Yeah. And whatnot? Did they know. lose that? Is that why they're doing it? Are they Kevin Bacon in it? Kevin <laughs> Bacon in it? What? Kevin Bacon lost his retirement fund. All his oh. retirement because of Bernie Madoff. Damn him. Yeah. Him and Kara Cedric. That's why she's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I didn't know she was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But she, I can't believe she's on it. Uh, Bad Grandpa looked better than some of the movies. It did? I don't know. Oh. I was thinking about watching The Intern. The Intern looked better than Bad Grandpa. It got decent reviews. It looked amusing. Bad Grandpa got nudity. Has nudity. Robert De Niro? Oh, I hope so. Or Dave Franco. Did you know, speaking of Franco, did you see they're making a sequel to Neighbors with Seth Rogen and Dave Franco, uh, how he moved it, the sword? Yeah, hadn't that already been released? No, Neighbors 2 has not been released yet. It's April. That just oh. came out and it didn't do well. I thought it was on your your box no. office bombs. Before. This week? No, no. no it, a couple it, weeks. Like, no, like, Neighbors 2 has not come out yet. It hasn't? No. Oh. How to be but single? The ori- but the original neighbors that oh, came it out didn't like do a, too good. Yeah, it was like on your box office bomb. Yeah, it was. so it was like, that's within the last couple of years. Unless right? yeah, oh, last couple of years. Well, God, now you're making me look this shit up. I'll do the next. I'll do the next feedback for you from oh, Pam Morris. Cousin Pam. Cousin Pam. I'm watching last night's Dad, The Walking Dead. Oh my God, my anxiety level is through the roof. Waiting for something bad to happen. It's coming, Pam. Trust me. I do not trust any of these people or the whole situation. She's talking about the Hilltop people. So with the dead crew walking into yet another society, quote-unquote, who do you think's going to die? Will Rick knock up Michonne? Mmm, I like to knock up Michonne. Um, I am a little by. I, I can't really say anything because I know that somebody's dying. I don't know officially who because I've read the comic books, and they've swayed away from the comics. Personally, I think Abraham and Daryl might be the ones to go. I don't think they're going to kill Glenn. Uh, spoiler, he dies in the book because of Negan. So I don't think they're going to do that in the movie, in the TV show. You just ruined that all for me. Sorry, you're six seasons behind. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll forget by the time we get there. Hell, you didn't even finish being human, okay? I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> That's because I think I'm on long hiatuses. Not on Netflix. I watched it. Many years ago, before season oh, okay. four ever came out. Oh, well, you're a worldly man. And I waited. In... No, on BBC America. Uh, look at him. He's watching Canadian shows and British <laughs> shows. Oh, look at you. High TV. On real TV. You know what? Fuck you. Why don't you go join Kevin? I- I'm taking Chris over here. All right. We'll ask Nickel to join us. And... No, no, no. Nickel's coming here. Nickel's coming here. You bet. Oh, I bet. He doesn't have a cabin to take care of anymore. He's fine. <laughs> um, which is shite. Anyways. Um, yeah, so... I think it is going to be quite interesting. Uh, this is the first three episodes since they came back from mid-season premiere has been awesome. Uh, I am loving it, and they finally have turned the corner. I was kind of giving up on it for a while. I still watched it, but I was like, ugh. Now, I'm in. it's awesome. They're adding more people. Jesus, the character Jesus in it is awesome. Um, so, there you go. So, it's Jesus, not Jesus? It's Jesus, yeah. So, he looks like Jesus. That's why they call him that. Oh, okay. So, he looks like uh, Chris Ferguson. Yeah, and he has uh, hands in his 
holes in his hands. Ah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> Sinja complains to Jason at graphic novels. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Bam, I'm with you on this. All right, I'm um, looking it up. Apparently, Neighbors did over 150 million dollars. Are you really on an 18 million in America? Budget. Um, America? Yeah, USA. Wow. 150 million in the USA. I would start changing. Almost US... 50 million on opening weekend. What year was it? 13. Uh, 14. Wow. August of 14. I would start chaining USA, but we should not be proud of that. So yeah, it looks like uh, Neighbors Two is coming out uh, the May twentieth. Oh, okay. Is that what I saw. I'm sure it will probably de- dethrone Captain America: Civil War then, so that would be good. But uh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it was uh, stupid computer. But anyway, yeah, it hadn't come out yet. I maybe I saw the commercials for it. during the Super Bowl. Maybe, uh, I thought it was like Christmas time. So I just assumed it had already been out. Won't be the first time we can't, didn't check facts. Uh, it would have been, I think, probably the 113th time. Maybe, maybe. But we can't confirm that either. We don't know that <laughs> fact. Would, uh, I'll finish up here with Pam. Regarding Gotham, she does not want to see the return of Fish Mooney either. Her role is played out. Let it be over. Would love Jerome to return if it could happen, but it won't. I like the idea that his Joker presence is going through this, this city. I yeah. like that. I like the idea of somebody else can be Joe. Joker isn't one person. Joker is a an idea that other people just... But he did do a real good job. Oh, he did. The <laughs> first episode he was in, I was not sold on him at all. But by the end, I was like, oh, he is creepy. Well, the first episode, he didn't do it. It, it wasn't until he was being interrogated and then just looked up with that smile. And that yeah. was... Otherwise, he was playing it straight. Mm-hmm. I will say I would love to see Jerome back. I'm glad they're not because it would be kind of ridiculous. But I like the idea that it just goes. Um, okay, Jeff, go ahead. Uh, from Meow God at Meow God. Meow. Uh, top five Suicide Squad. Okay. Venom triple question or triple exclamation point as the neutral muscle. Mm-hmm. Moriarty mastermind. Mystique infiltrator. Bellatrix Lestrange. And the Jackal. Who's Bellatrix? We might From Harry Potter. Okay. She's the insane crazy lady is played by uh, Helen Bottom Carter. Oh, you should have just said her name. <laughs> <laughs> crazy and strange goes right hand in hand. Uh, uh, I agree Mystique is a great pick. I like Moriarty. Good mastermind. Well, yeah, we we picked that. Picked. He was our number one. Venom was up there for the muscle for me. Uh, I picked Carnage just because I wanted to see him and Predator on the same team. Uh, <laughs> this was top five pick from last week, the Suicide Squad. So, uh, the Jackal. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, what exactly are we the Jackal? Like, the movie The Jackal? No, not the Bruce Willis movie. I oh. hope not. Uh, same idea, though. Spider-Man The Jackal, I think it is. Oh, okay. So, the scientist, mad scientist that can... You know, build clones and all that stuff. So how is that anything like the Bruce Willis Jackal? Uh, he changes uh, personalities. I think the Jackal does too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Jackal is a sniper assassin. That's in your Bruce, world. In the Bruce Willis <laughs> movie. Are you sure? <laughs> well, if it was based on Day of the Jackal, he was, yeah. <laughs> I think I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Moving okay. on. That was one of my favorite top fives last week was the Suicide Squad. Just to have fun of picking the characters. It was fun. I enjoyed it. So Mine was the best. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, so this one. Go ahead, Jeff. VF. At VF Graphic Novice. Mm-hmm. 
I expect an apology next episode for those Alabama comments. We did nothing wrong with Alabama. Well, I think what happened was Mm -hmm. you were talking about Alabama, and I asked you, what percentage of people from Alabama do you think you're smarter than? Mm -hmm. And then everything got out of control at that point. But that's essentially what it was. Mm -hmm. So it may have sounded like I was calling Alabama stupid. Were you? I I definitely was not. I okay. have a seven-year-old. Um, well, I, I, I looked up some stats about the intelligence of Alabama as a whole. <laughs> um, let me find... Here's uh, uh, an article written on uh, Alabama.com. AL.com was titled, Are Alabamians Dumb? Question mark. Appears so, according to analysis. This was written in June of t- 2014. And apparently they examined all of the tweets that came, or a, a large percentage of the tweets that came out of um, Alabama mm-hmm. for grammar, spelling, things like that, and uh, from all the other states. And Alabama was one of the, the bottom ones with, um, no. um, with a reading level of fourth grade overall. And um, Now, it could just be very advanced first graders tweeting. It could be. But then it could be very well. I think the the difference between first graders and fourth graders, and everything above fourth graders, the percentages are, are a little there. But um, another 2014 poll had uh, Alabama with a reading score of 4.42, so not quite a fifth grade reading level, and uh, average IQ score of the entire state of 95.7. Okay. Uh, so Mississippi. Louisiana and California are all worse on IQ. So it's kind of like Manitowoc, Wisconsin, <laughs> if it was a state. <laughs> but but Ohio, where you from, where you're from, uh-huh. the, uh, the average IQ is 101.8. Oh, so we are smarter than Alabama. Ah, significantly. O h i o o h i o. According to these studies, significantly. We're taking those studies. So. What that implies is that you are probably smarter than at least half of Alabama. Well, I got some facts, too, about the illiteracy rate of Alabama. Oh, okay. Now, it's from 2009, because that's the most recent. I think I have that, too. Yeah. Some of the counties uh, have doubled the national illiteracy rate of 14.5%. That's not good. Uh, So that would be about 30% (laughs) illiteracy. The report released this past week in 2009 shows that 15% of Alabamians lacked basic reading skills. Uh, this is a vast... Yeah. Im- in 2003. This is a vast improvement from the studies in 1992. And there, it was 21% <laughs> through the whole state. Uh, 12 states in 2009 have illiteracy rates higher than Alabama, so they were 37th in the country. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They tied South Carolina. Uh, they have a total of 15% illiteracy rate is what they're at. Okay. Uh, District of, uh, sorry, uh, let's see here. Well, it's getting better. Make no mistake. 6% is a big improvement from their last one. Yeah. Uh, They still have a long way to go to close the gap. Uh, The gap between those who can read and those who can't is not only an educational issue, but a socio... Okay, what the hell? Come on, I'm not reading all this. Well, you should have read it before so you could have highlighted the important parts. Yes, so uh, that was the important part, that they have trouble reading. I think it's more than Detroit. We still don't know about Detroit. 
the city well, of Detroit. The city of Detroit was more than it was. Yeah. I don't know which yeah. way though. Like fifty percent, one forty nine percent, one way or another. Yeah, I mean, it was forty eight percent literacy rate, is what they said. Okay, so fifty two percent illiteracy then. I think we figured it out. I'm not sure. <laughs> Come on, we're better than we're smarter than Alabama. We should figure this out. <laughs> I, I did run into some Alabama laws, too. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I think sodomy is illegal. Um, uh, incest is legal. It is legal? Incestuous marriages are legal. No. Or is that stereotype? Are you being serious? It's, it's These are serious laws. It's uh, illegal to have an ice cream cone in your back pocket at any time. <laughs> what? Even if it has no ice cream in it? It didn't. It doesn't say the actual text of the law. But oh, okay. Well, I, I think it's more the spirit of the law. I think they try to keep the homosexuals out. It's kind of like the ba- uh, bandana in the back pocket. I think that's oh. what they're thinking. Nothing's in your back pocket. It's my wallet. Get you out of here. You like men? <laughs> What's that have to do with ice cream cones? Because something's in the back if you pocket. Put, if you put your ice cream cone in the back pocket, it's a symbol that you might oh. get. See? <laughs> um. There, you cannot open an umbrella on the street. Um, the reason for the law is you might spook horses. <laughs> Do they not have cars in Alabama anymore? Uh, I'm assuming this is just an old law that has never been taken off. Of uh, I think Can't it was play 2000- dominoes on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> or well, any day do you want dominoes to? Dominoes is a big gambling game. And it's probably one of those, those Sunday blue laws. I feel like these laws were probably in the 1800s, but I feel like they revisited them and kept them alive in 2012. In I don't think Alabama ever Putting salt laws. on a railroad track is a capital crime. You could be executed for it. Oh, that's a real one still. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize that railroads were like uh, Fragile? snails or slugs. <laughs> well, I, I don't that would kill them. <laughs> I don't understand that either. They grow up. <laughs> Then you can put it in your back pocket, the train. Maybe someone from the smarter Mississippi next to them told them that just to see what they would do. Ooh. You're calling Mississippi smarter than Alabama? Every single stat that I looked at had Mississippi Mississippi over Alabama. Over Alabama. Really? And every intelligence. So I'm going to apologize to Mississippi for assuming Mm -hmm. the worst. That's right. Except for that one 2014 poll that had the IQ just a little lower than Alabama. Because I thought I saw somewhere that Mississippi was 50th in education. Uh, And I'm just going to say right now, VF, I think you should apologize to us. Because we served you. Yeah. Drop the mic. Sorry, that was actually... That was was Idris Elba's uh, (laughs) mic. And by mic, I mean mic stand. There it is. I I don't know what you mean by that. No, nothing. Go on. Moving on. Uh, Moving on. Do you have any other facts about Alabama? That's some fun ones. That's that's all that I wrote down today. Don't spook the horses. It's capitalist Montgomery. Ooh. Now, how many people in Alabama know that? (laughs) (laughs) Less than half. From Devin F. at Real Big Dev. Nobody from Alabama was ever coming on our on your show. <laughs> I don't think we have many listeners in Alabama. <laughs> That's why we picked that state. <laughs> we have very good in throughout the country. Alabama's not so much. And I'm not saying I'm smarter than everyone in Alabama. I'm sure there are at least hundred. I'm sure there's hundreds of people in Alabama who are smarter than me. They have universities say, there, right? I would well fifth grade, but. <laughs> <laughs> If you said they're all fourth grade <laughs> reading levels, what's the, what's, the popula- what's the population of Alabama? Seventeen. Oh, not related to each other. Seventeen. 
<laughs> uh, related to each other, probably about six million. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even exactly sure how that joke was impressed. To... And moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Roll just keep going, Jeff. Just roll with it. <laughs> oh, I'm just roll with, rolling with it. Dev. Let's go with Dev. Let's go with Dev. Who's a guest next Dev. week for us? Uh, the R rating, uh, so as we were talking about uh, the R rating from mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool. Yes. Uh, the R rating comes from the Puritan values of the Ratings Guild. That the Ratings Guild follows. I'm reading this all wrong. Yes. The Ratings uh-huh. Guild follows. Yeah. The R rating comes from the Puritan values the Rating Guild follows. Okay. Um, I think that's being very, very simplified. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's going to be rules that you follow. And whatever rule you follow, that movie will be rated R. Uh, I have seen more, since our last episode, more people still bitching. And even at my work, they were bitching that they, should, they, that they can't take their kids to see this. Who would make a superhero film R-rated? What? Did, did you start listing all the ones that we talked about? No, because I didn't want to get fired, so I just started leaving. Uh, I did not want to get into this conversation. Oh. There was like three or four people at work that were bitching about, and then... I, the, oh, these are the conversations I love to get I'm just like, about. you know what? Take your seven-year-old to it. That's fine. Go ahead and take him. And like, then you'll come out bitching, why didn't they warn us? They fucking did! It's like, um, he's not really a superhero. He's it's, a mark. I mean... Come on, if you want, you, if your kid loves superheroes, let him be a Captain America fan. Hell yeah. Deadpool's not a superhero. Yeah. He's a mercenary. With the mouth. The merc with the mouth. Exactly. For the for the American ratings, though, don't they have real strict rules? Like, if you say fuck this many times. Oh, they just can't say fuck more than once. If you show breast, it's a R rating. It was back know. in the day. With like, screen. I was under the impression that there wasn't much room for... Well, for... there's not, but... Whatever I mean, we were talking about why Deadpool was rated R. Well, and, <laughs> and any stretch of the rules, the, the reason it's not rated R is because they cut out what would prevent it from being NC seventeen. <laughs> they did. I mean, <laughs> they, uh, Ryan Reynolds did say the Deadpool on Blu-ray will be a. It will be like Deadpool one point five. Like there's so much more in it um, that they're going to add to the Blu-ray. It'll be an unrated version because they yes. didn't want to go with NC seventeen. So that would be kind I of. I mean, funny. it's ra- it's rated R because the next, the only other thing it could have been was NC seventeen. I like it. I like it. I understand why. Uh, Snake Oil Comics at SOC Podcast asks, "What non-fictional figure would you like to be for a week?" Just to make sure. Uh, yes, a non-fictional figure. Would you like to be for a week? That's a tough one. I feel mm. like Mark Zuckerberg could be a good one. This week, Leonardo DiCaprio would be a good one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Any week. <laughs> you know what? It could be one for a week. I'd probably just pick somebody who is incredibly rich and then give me the money so when I'm no longer him for a week, I'll have his money. It's pretty meta. So that's that's <laughs> like if you had three wishes, you'd wish for more wishes. <laughs> I think I it's against the rule. <laughs> no, let's say I'm, I'm Bill well, Gates. Well, wouldn't that be and against the, Bill, the rule? <laughs> I would think it would be. I'm, I'm Bill Gates, and I've got my billions of dollars, and I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to start donating it to random people. How about Jeff now in Cincinnati, Ohio? You get $200 million. And yeah, then greedy. I'll stop being, then I'll, 
out of his hundreds of billions? I and you're like... him. You could you could do more than that. <laughs> Why not do it all? I feel well, like... then, then people might catch on. I feel like the 200 million will... That you def- became him for a day? <laughs> a week. A week? <laughs> I feel like the 200 million will definitely exceed your life expectancy. You might be all right with $50. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> 5000 <laughs> You and your furry rabies, I don't know. You don't think I'm going to live till my next birthday? Maybe. Anyway... <laughs> Just saying. I mean, I gotta make house payments here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I do feel bad now with your next person. Okay, I guess you'll make it. Yeah, you're live. <laughs> Morris, who would you be? I, <laughs> I, Trump. I, I had lost uh, control of that. Let me. Donald Trump would be fun. No, oh, I would not want to be Donald Trump. <laughs> I, w- I would try to derail his. Uh, I would be Trump. His- you can't derail exactly. it. Exactly. I would try to derail it, and he'd just become more popular. <laughs> he said that he could sit in, he could stand in the middle of Times Square and shoot someone, and nobody would leave his his uh, voters. His mm-hmm. voters wouldn't uh, leave him. It's true. <laughs> Probably is true. He's going to win all twelve states tonight. Is what they said on the Super Tuesday. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Alabama's, I think, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sad part, he's. He's going to end up winning probably 42 of yeah. the states. And I honestly, uh, what, uh, Iowa, probably win 49. <laughs> Iowa will be the only one he doesn't win. I feel Alaska might take a stand. <laughs> Go Alaska! What, what was the, I saw a meme on the internet the other day that was was like, does anyone else get the impression that that America is now in the uh, where the writers are writing the last season where they don't really care anymore. <laughs> That's a good description. Ah, fuck it, let's just throw this out there. I, I'm not trying to get political, but it is. Wow, it's bad. The UK guys mock us every week, <laughs> and I would be, I would too. So, although the UK guys at nerdly.co.uk that we're on. I do have to say... Not pedos. No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I do have to say, I did hear the best reason to vote for Trump last week. What's that? Al Sharpton said he'd leave the country if Trump won. It's true. So I'm thinking I might be going to Canada if I... <laughs> okay, the, the biggest question I have is, what makes all these people who are threatening to leave the country think other countries will take them? Canada will take me. Yeah, I have an in, nickel. Uh, yeah, but they're even kicking him out of his cabin. So I know. I think we could make a stand. <laughs> I'll be with you in this stand with nickel hashtag. Uh, I think we could do like Pretoria and Family Guy. We uh, could make his cabin his own land. Whatever you do, don't annex the pool next door. That's right. Don't do that. We gotta have Castro come in. Uh, okay, so what non-fictional guy have you picked, Scab? Uh, I can't really come up with anything. I think uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is my best bet this okay. week. Did you see his comment at the Academy Awards uh, when he was doing getting his uh, Academy Award engraved? He was handing it to the woman to, that does the engraving, and she's like, "He's like, do you do this every year?" And she's like, "Yeah, I do." And he's like, "I wouldn't know." <laughs> he actually said that. I was like, "Good for him." Well, he wouldn't know exactly. Neither would the other guy that won for best supporting. Yeah, Mark Rylance wouldn't have known either. <laughs> Good point. I'm just wondering. So he... still doesn't know. <laughs> do you have to carry that cameo award all night with you now? That'd be kind of annoying after it gets engraved. 
I would carry want. it around and show. I would make it as a, like three six mafia. Just put it around your neck. <laughs> I think I think every movie I've ever seen where they won an award like that, they bring it to the the bar after after the awards and are you know, there on the win, table. I'm taking it up to Nichols' uh, neighborhood bar. Yes, like when the Grey Cup was there, he can come and get pictures of me and my Oscar. Not to harp on other podcasts, but. How does VF not go to the neighborhood pub and drink? I don't know. He said in two episodes ago that he doesn't go to the bar and drink, like, just to hang out. I'm like, what? How do you not do that? It's like, we spent, we still spent our 20s in the bar. Yeah, in the neighborhood bar. Maybe my 30s, even. A lot of us met our wives at the bar. (laughs) Uh, Well, you. Well, okay, me. (laughs) Okay, moving on, Jeff. Pop Culture. Uh, Pop Culture Cafe at TPC Cafe. Thoughts on Zack Snyder saying he is true to canon on Superman? Bullshit. Um, is he true to canon on the next movie because he wasn't on the last? Um, I'm a fisherman. I don't know what to do with my powers. I'm going to go fish. Yeah, and if that's your biggest problem with the movie, then it's a great movie. <laughs> then I'm going to be a truck driver. Oh, you pissed me off. I'll wrap your truck tra- truck around a pool. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe I don't really know all the backstory to Superman. Mm-hmm. Was uh, Kal-El really the first uh, regularly born uh, Kryptonian in generations before this movie? I don't think so. Because I had a serious problem with the entire stuff on Krypton. Yeah, and they were talking about that they wanted to do a prequel on Krypton. No, no, no I, you don't need to do that ever. I mean, it's like he's running around and jumping on flying creatures. I'm like, what? What movie am I watching? Because this is not Superman. There's Dungeons and Dragons mixed with Superman mixed with I don't know what else. Pete's uh, Dragon. Can Pete's we talk about Dragon. Pete's Dragon real quick? Do you want to talk about Pete's Dragon? Did you see the trailer scam, Jeff? I put on the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page. Follow us. You should go to I, it. I do follow you. Okay. But I didn't see it now. It is. I don't know what that is. It, it's not Pete's dragon. I think a well, walk well, in the I w- suppose there's a boy named Pete and he has a dragon is about the only thing it has in common. And Robert Redford's walking through the woods. <laughs> That's about it. It is a weird trailer. And I don't I've never liked the movie and this looks worse than that one. Yeah, was that Mickey Rooney in that one or whoever it was? I don't know, you're going to make me look nah, that you one don't up. have to look at that. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, the new trailer looks weird. I don't know about that. So, Helen Reddy and Sean Marshall were in Pete's Dragon. Oh, okay. Apparently he went on to become a pitcher for the Reds after that. I think that was different Sean Marshall. Oh, really? Uh, I'll go yeah, on. Mickey Rooney was in that. Okay, Along with I... Red Buttons and Shelly Winters. <laughs> red Buttons, ooh. Whoa, I'm Red Buttons. Uh, Jeff let's... Conway was in it. Jeff Conway. Jeff Conway. <laughs> um, I'll go on next. From Doctor Number One. Isn't this more disgusting than no African-American nominees? And he linked this uh, on our Facebook or on our uh, tweet here. And uh, I will get to this in just a second. Okay, so this is the uh, grab bat or the all the nominees and Chris Rock, the host uh, and all the hosts of uh, the Academy Awards this past weekend. This is their gift bag. It's valued at two hundred and four thousand dollars. It's a hell of a gift. Did you give out those gift bags at your party, Scamp? I mm. totally did. Oh. Well, I don't know if you gave out those gift bags. Oh. Uh, what are in them? Tell me what's in them and I'll let Here you know. Here we go. $55,000 trip for two to Israel. 
a 10-day trip, including first-class airline tickets, five-star hotels, all meals and transportation, and a private security escort. Uh, there was no private security escort. I'm pretty sure it was a coach ticket, and then it was a third-star hotel. And it was on a bus. It was a long trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, he had to drive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you also got a a $54,000 walking tour of Japan. I got a walk? Give me a fucking segue for $54,000. Choose any of the company's private walking tours for two people up to 15 days. Lifetime supply of beauty products from this company. Uh, an ultimate fitness package worth $12,000 from In Fitness Club and uh, Fit Club TV. Two-week VIP fitness stay with complimentary guest at our Hilton Head Island. Design a workout apparel and health and fitness. So, uh, $10,000 pet meals donation. Um, let's see here. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm sorry. 10,000 meals, yeah, for $6,300. Uh, they are giving them... Meals? People donated them pet meals? No, no. A donation of 10,000 meals in the recipient's name made to his or her choice of an animal shelter. Oh. Or rescue. That's kind of good. Okay, well, I won't argue that. This is my favorite one, the last one. $5,500. A skin tightening treatment. Ultrasound-based skin tightening. It's a non-invasive procedure for the neck, chin, and eyebrow. So plastic surgery you got. All right. So, um, yeah. yeah. See, that's what you gotta love about Hollywood. All the rich people get free stuff. Yeah. I mean, the people in the world who don't need free stuff are the ones that get free stuff. Uh, yeah, so originally it was going to be valued at 232000 because there was a year's worth of Audi, a, uh, Audi A4 rentals worth 45000 but it disappeared from the list because there was some type of uh, uh, lawsuit coming up because the company that was donating it was trying to say it was sponsored by Oscars. It was kind of a weird thing. Oh. And Oscars like, that's our, you can't do that. So they cut that part out. <laughs> well, when I had my ghost tour, if one of the nominees that was somebody who was nominated for a Oscar came on my ghost tour, that would be a huge advertising. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Thing. So if they go on their, their whatever tour and walking tour in Japan, I think it would be a similar thing. Okay. Now, now, if you accept the free thing, you have to be able to, y- your likeness is being able to use for, you know, advertising or stuff, or, I mean, a lot of people are saying, well, you can't say that because I didn't give you permission to use my name or likeness to endorse your product. But uh, <laughs> when you're giving the tour, couldn't you say, George Clooney came on this tour once? <laughs> or is that the... I don't Is that know. your name or likeness? Some people might sue over that. Donald Trump would. <laughs> well, I'm not saying put their their image up on the website and everything. No, Donald. But... If you just said Donald Trump did this to help sell your stuff, and he's not getting a cut of it, he'll sue you. He'll sue anybody. He said so. <laughs> or he threatens to sue you. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. He'll threaten to sue you because I don't think he's actually sued anybody. He's threatened to sue. But are you allowed to? I I just didn't think you were allowed to do that. And it's different countries, probably have different laws. <laughs> Japan will say, yeah, we'll let anybody walk. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm lost now. Jason, save us from this. Yes, yes. So what am I saving you from? Oh, from, we... from my own mind. Okay, moving on. Uh, can I answer? I guess uh, Dr. Number One wants me to ask the next question. Uh, I'm thinking he wants you to read it. Jerika Jokipaka was traded. 
in hockey. No question. Just wanted to hear you try to pronounce Jeriki Joki Paka. I think that was a decent job. Uh, except for the first name. Jerky? Uh, I think it, jerky's closer than jerky. Jerky. Mmm, beef You're jerky. You're adding, like, extra syllables in there. Me? And, and, and my speech he, impediment. Since he's finished, I'm guessing the J's are pronounced as Y's. Okay. okay. So I'm guessing it's Yerky Yokapaka. Okay. But I could okay. be mistaken. Uh, we also got one tweet from Dr. Number One real quick. You better have a moment of silence for him. Lee Remmerman was found dead today. Who is Lee Remmerman, you might say? Who is Lee Remmerman? I he was say. Hawk on American Gladiators. <gasps> moment of silence. Do I remember Hawk? I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember Nitro. Nope. Okay. And I remember, remember him. Malibu. Malibu. It wasn't that the long blonde long hair. Long blonde hair. Yeah. I remember Gemini. He was a bad yeah, motherfucker. Gemini. Was Gemini the one that started dating uh, Melhouse's mother? In the yes. Simpsons? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> they had the big ball. <laughs> in the Simpsons tapped out mobile game I got, you can make Milhouse's mom go in the ball and roll around for 24 hours throughout the town. <laughs> Um, he was found dead in his house Tuesday morning. Uh, the rep said that he's been complaining of not feeling well in the last week, and he was recovering from hip replacement surgery several weeks ago. Furry uh, rabies. Uh, yeah. They do not think it is, uh, they said the cause of death is unclear, but they think there's no foul play. And, uh, they said he was most recently a Secret Service agent on The first, the first Family, the TV show. I think it's on ABC Family. He did look familiar. And guest roles on tons of other shows, including Jane the Virgin, X-Files, and NCIS. So, I'm not signs for that, Hawk. Anytime American Gladiator leaves us. Yes. The old American Gladiator, not the new one. Fuck that. What? Come on. No. We're still in the no. family. No. Doesn't. Nope. Nope. Did you have him in your Deadpool? No. I'm, no. Jason stopped running his Deadpool. I did <laughs> stop running because we had lack of deaths. It was kind of disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently everybody died in the first two weeks of this year of the blackout yes. week anyway. <laughs> There's a blackout week, uh, the purgatory week, where nobody gets points because you just got to set your lineup. Yeah. Everybody was dying. We're like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Hal Holbrook was still alive. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> when Dixie kicked it, I thought he would be next. He taunts uh, me. Still the best part of the Deadpool was when your wife had Ariel Sharon on her list for years. Yeah, she had Ariel Sharon, and he was in a coma for years and years. <laughs> and, and then it... he finally passed away during the blackout. Yeah, during the purgatory <laughs> week. <laughs> she got no points. And she's like, I had him on my list for six years. I think I should get some points. <laughs> so... Uh, there's your news of, or I'm sorry, there's your uh, listener feedback. Now we're moving on to news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. After a long and expansive, expansive, expansive. Thank you. Speech impediment. Search. We saw thousands. I think Alabama is thinking. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now I'm back. Uh, saw thousands of young actors audition from all over the world. Director Steven Spielberg has finally settled on the lead for his highly anticipated next project, Ready Player One. Deadline is reporting that Ty Sheridan has won the lead role of Wade Owen Watts. Sheridan now joins John, uh, joins Olivia Cook from Me and Earl and the movie The Dying Girl, who is playing the female lead, Artemis. And Ben Mendelsohn from Bloodline, who's portraying the film's villain, Nolan Sorrento. What's Ready Player One? What? 
Time out. Let me finish and then you can do this. Sheridan has already built up quite the resume. Uh, he's been in Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life and will be seen next in Brian Singer's X-Men Apocalypse as Cyclops, the best X-Men ever. So, the douchiest X-Men ever. Uh, I'm going big to differ. Please explain to Scab what Ready Player One is. Ready Player One is like this great book that was written about five, four or five years ago, I suppose mm-hmm. it was. Um, wow. Uh, it takes place in obviously a dystopian future where uh, everything is pretty much done online on the web or whatnot, like all education and everything, and the corporations rule, run everything. <clears throat> The guy who invented the uh, software that uh, pretty much runs everything dies and has no heirs. So he leaves his fortune to people who can figure out his treasure hunt. Um, Oh, it's a great book. I'm going to have to make you borrow it. Even though you don't read books, as I found out at your (laughs) Oscar party. I do not read books. Not anymore. But but, uh, I would recommend reading that one. But I would like to borrow a book from you because you borrowed one from me that I never oh, got back. Oh, shit, I can't let you borrow one because I'll never <laughs> see it again. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to find that book somewhere. <laughs> say that every time he comes on our show. <laughs> well, he's reminding me of it. And I you got... have one of my movies. Dancer in the Dark, yes. Yes. I don't know where, but I, somewhere. I think it got lost in the move. Maybe. I'll buy it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so uh, Ready Player One. Are you excited, Jeff? I am. Okay. I'm still not 100% Spielberg. sure Spielberg, but but as it is Scab Jeff's favorite director. He yeah. did do AI. Yeah. The but, bear, the uh, teddy bear. There was a moment like that in Bridge of Spies. <laughs> the so, same feeling. My wife and I are watching the Oscars and every time Bridge of Spies comes up, I go I look at her and go, "Scab Jeff really hated that film." <laughs> <laughs> It was horrible. <laughs> and that's all I could think about every time they showed it. <laughs> and it won an award. Yes. And and in its defense, though, he was the best part of the movie. That actor. <laughs> but, uh, well, as a co-worker of mine likes to point out, Steven Spielberg has some of the most clout in Hollywood. There's a lot of stuff in this book referring to pop culture of the 80s. Um, and for them to be able to get the rights to use all this stuff, it might take someone with the cloud of Steven Spielberg to be able to get even half of what they need to get. That's the problem. The The movie just will just fail to capture the book just because all the things and the references. Because the guy grew up, uh, you know, well, he was my age, so this takes place in the future, so he's dying or whatever, but he his all the touchstones in his life go back to the eighties pop culture thing. So everybody has to learn everything they can about eighties pop culture to win this scavenger hunt. And, you know, important things, you know, like early computers and stuff like that play a big role and and Dungeons and Dragons and all this stuff like that. Oh, so exciting stuff. Yeah, um, the movies of the time, like war games. and. Would you and... like to play a game? Wow. <laughs> and, uh, like... Uh, Is that uh, not good? No, that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Would you like to play a game? I thought it was the same thing. 
I didn't make the hand gestures the same time. <laughs> Would you like to play a game? People think I'm smart because I don't like this. Well, I mean, yeah, just to get the rights to the things they refer to, uh, well, pretty much take a team of lawyers working for years to get everything. But Pixels did it. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and that worked out well for Pixels. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on. To the Oscar picks. Oscar picks. Yay. Okay. You ready to go down, Scab Jeff? Last week, you and I picked uh, picked the movies of who would win. I did have an unfair advantage. You saw the movies. I saw two and a half. Well, and I got to pick first. first. And you couldn't... You couldn't... <laughs> you couldn't I don't do think it would really matter. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't think it would would have mattered. Well, let's go. Best picture. Jeff picked... The Revenant. Uh, and I almost picked Spotlight. It was I had it on my sheet and crossed it out. We I picked the big short. We were both wrong. We're both wrong. Spotlight wins. Next, Jeff. Actor in a leading role. Jeff picked Leonardo DiCaprio. So I picked Eddie Redmayne. And Leonardo DiCaprio won. One nothing Jeff. Uh, actress in a leading role. I Jeff picked... Jeff surprisingly went with the overwhelming favorite. Brie <laughs> <laughs> uh, Larson. I went with Kate Blanchett from Carol. I lost. Two to nothing, Jeff. Next. Actor in a supporting role. Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies won. Yes. (laughs) Jeff, who did you go with? I went with Sylvester Stallone, I believe. Well, I could change. You could change. You can all change. I just can't win an Oscar. I was shocked he did not win that Oscar. I was pretty. I was pretty shocked was as still, well. And, and I thought if he didn't win, then Mark Ruffalo would be who won. I was going with Tom Hardy. Yeah. I think everyone. I think anyone, anyone would not have Mark. surprised me except for Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies. <laughs> I was shocked by that too. <laughs> so still two to nothing, Jeff. Actress in a supporting role. Okay. Uh, I went with uh, Jennifer Jason Lee for The Hateful Eight. Oh, you did. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, I never saw it, so I just picked. <laughs> uh, Jeff went with Rooney Mara from Carol. And uh, it was Alicia Vikander, the Danish girl. Yes. That's where I started losing ground because everybody else at the Oscar party had Alicia Vikander. But I but I was holding out hope that I, I was Carol winning would strong win. there. I, uh, yes, I'm, I'm in the lead. I got Alicia Vikander. Jeff didn't. T- and then they went on a string of about six movies that uh, you failed. Uh, that were all Mad Max. That were all Mad Max. <laughs> I'm like, I picked them for one of them. I thought Louis C.K. was pretty funny. I think we were talking. I don't remember him talking. Well, when he did, uh, I think he did animated short. And it was he, documentary short. Documentary short. short oh. And he goes, Mad Max. <laughs> uh, I missed that completely. Yeah. <laughs> animated feature film. Uh, I went with um, Amoeba. Amelisa. Amoeba. And Jeff went with Inside Out, which I wanted to pick. Inside Out won. Inside Out won. Animal Lisa was a great movie less than 90 minutes long. Ooh. That's a, that broke the record. The rule. Broke the rule. Oh, was, was animated? I think we made an exception. Animated was 80 minutes. I think okay. it was. I, I think it was like 87. Okay. okay. I think it was 80 minutes. Yeah, I, 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 I thought the rule was 90 minutes for non-animated movies. I thought 80 minutes for anime because Spirit uh, Lord of the Cinnabon... That was the hour and 16 minutes. <laughs> so that lost. That broke the roll and it was awful. Uh, let's see. Um, the spirit was awful. <laughs> Brian Adams sings a song. Uh, look it up, kids. Uh, cinematography. I picked Mad Max Fury, Fury Road. Uh, Jeff picked The Revenant. 
Jeff won. Jeff won. So. Uh, I picked Mad Max 2 thinking, it's winning all these technical yeah. awards. I'm going to get this one. Nope. That's the one technical-ish award that it doesn't get it. Direct- stupid, stupid Mad Max. Directing? Jeff went with The Revenant. Alejandro Inarritu? Inarritu. Okay. Uh, I went with The Room. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> Lenny Abrahamson. Abrahamson. Uh, Spike Lee won. So nobody won that one, right? No, no, no. Oh, Spike Lee won sorry. a different sorry. award. I loved him in Girl 6. It um, was Alejandro Inarruta, yes. and Jeff is now up, what, five to nothing? Yeah, it's getting ugly. Uh, I will say I was not happy with this next one. Short film animated. I picked Sanjay's Super Team. Jeff picked World of Tomorrow. World of Tomorrow might have been one of the most beautiful films I've seen in a long time. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> your exaggeration was not incorrect. Well, he was disappointed great. at me when I told him it didn't change my life. <laughs> I, I, well, I don't like changing my life. But. I think it's one of the best things to come out in the last 10 years. Ooh. I, I cannot agree. think of a, of a better thing to come out in the last 5 years. I'm, my memory is not good enough snake, to go back. Snake person. <laughs> the Snake Boy. Snake Boy. Uh, yeah, if you, have if you seen haven't it, seen it, it's on Netflix. It is fantastic. World of Tomorrow. It's 15 minutes. Go watch it. There's this beautiful scene at the end where all these poor people are... T- are accidentally uh, teleporting themselves up into space and then coming back into the atmosphere and then that was great. <laughs> and the little girl says, "Are they okay? No, they're all dead." <laughs> and the, but it's pretty. Yes, it's very pretty. <laughs> She's it's, watching from Earth, and it's it's just wonderful. She it's. Uh, just uh, their take on love and how she falls in love with this rock and it symbolizes the, the pretty love- it's a pretty rock so it's the, the pretty strong strong guy but then she has to move away and the, the rock stays there and then she falls she, in love with the alien and then the alien the, the crazy whatever alien and then what's his name I forget the guy's name in the tube Oh, I forgot. Oh, I forget the t- yeah, the, but, the clone or not the clone, but yeah. But it's fifteen yeah. minutes long and it's so deep and 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 the image of the robots on the moon who are constantly walking to stay into the stay in the sunlight and it's such a great movie. I was so crushed and I actually uh, AV Club they they uh, there's something I follow on the internet, um, but they said that yeah, I think this should win best feature film if it were if it could be eligible i think it's better than everything else and it is was it, such a great movie is there a minimum runtime that a feature has to be to be nominated i think there is okay because i know there's a maximum for the short but can something that's a short film be for feature i didn't know i i'm i'm not sure myself but i'm i think there is uh, from what i was reading it sounded like it but they didn't say a specific time. Well, but anyway, a bear story one, mm. which story. wasn't bad. It was better than Sanjay's Super Team. Mm. I only saw Sanjay's. Oh, I saw World Tomorrow. I picked. I would have picked that. Uh, short film live action. I picked Ave Maria. This might have been one of my biggest shocks too, because everything I looked up didn't have stutter as any as any chance of winning. any chance of winning like it was the one of the long shots and it was fun but it, i didn't think it was and which near did, as good as any of the others what, what did jeff have picked shock 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 okay shock and ave maria and stutter one and stutter one so i already lost track of what the score was other uh, than five, jason has zero five nothing five nothing all right 
uh, writing ad- adapted screenplay. The big short one. Jeff picked the big short. I picked the Martian. And writing original screenplay, Spotlight One. Jeff picked Spotlight. Picked straight out Compton. I lost seven nothing this week, this year. I feel like I was. If we would have done about ten more categories, I probably could have gotten two. I feel like I could have done it because I would just kept picking Mad Max. (laughs) So. So we did twelve categories, and Jeff got seven. Yeah, seven five. Yeah. So. He's a little disappointed, but... If Stallone would have won like everybody expected. Uh, Or if World of Tomorrow won like it should have. Did you like it, Jeff? I did. I did enjoy it. It's like Jeff Jeff was... I like... Did it change your war? I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I still went to bed that night and woke up the next morning. Uh... So at least you didn't die from it. No, that's true. So maybe it did change your world. Maybe I was going to die if I didn't watch it that day. That's right. Uh, let's see uh, some quickies. Jeff, good job on the Oscars. Congratulations! Congratulations! Yay! We'll have you back next year and see if you can beat that. I think you should do the Emmys. I know you're not a big TV guy, but I think you should do the Emmys. I'm we more have TV. Do the Grammys. Oh, we both should do. Did, did we do the <laughs> yeah, they did already? them uh, last month or so. I bet you Jeff and I could do the Grammys right now and still wouldn't know who won. <laughs> we could pick Kids <laughs> Choice Awards. Ooh, The Rock. <laughs> We're going to put The Rock. Uh, he wins every Kids Choice Awards. Oh, okay. And I'm like, is there like the terrible of, movie you're giving a award no, to? It's, not, it's a good movie. Shut the fuck up. Welcome to the Rock. Terrible. Um, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, did you see that they're making San Andreas two? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors 2 and San Andreas. What the hell's going on? Yeah. I didn't think these movies did well. San Andreas did. And now that we're talking about sequels right after talking about the best uh, screenplays. Some quickies. Well, I I had learned that uh, if your movie is a sequel, it is automatically an adapted screenplay. Really? Just because of the, you know, characters or whatever, they're adapting it. Huh. Well, they got like real strict on what things can go into, and and I was reading about that, and they said the the movie Whiplash, the guy wrote his screenplay, and then wanted to you know get the movie made, and he thought one way to do it is to make a short, so he filmed one of the scenes from Whiplash and made a short out of it to get to get it noticed or whatever. And they made the film, but it had to be an adapted screenplay from the short, even though the screenplay was written before the short was ever made. That's kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so is original screenplay more prestigious than adapted? I think it's easier or it's hard it's harder to get into the original screenplay category. That would be my guess because you got everything working against you. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. But then uh, something would, like Yeah, I would think a, a sequel would be more of a original screenplay than something based on true events like Spotlight, like Spotlight or yeah. Bridge of Spies. Yeah, like yeah, Spotlight you know, based off of all the stuff went on in the the Boston Globe. I mean, I figured it would be, you know, adapted to the writings of the Boston Globe, but no. <laughs> or straight out of Compton, that's a true story too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, but but because it really wasn't from another medium, so to speak. Spotlight is based on a true story. Never heard anything about it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sucks. Um, well, there's something else I want to say about that, but I can't remember what it was. Um, Never mind. Okay. 
Uh, no sequel. Transformers Six will be a Bumblebee solo movie. We talked about that last week. Okay, damn intern. Fuck them. Did you uh, read the Paramount Pictures? Oh, I was looking at last week's outline. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder everything kept <laughs> completely wrong on that one. Let's try this again. Uh, <laughs> well, I apologize to the interns. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you know Bumblebee's going to be the next Transformers? <laughs> I heard that somewhere. <laughs> I looked at it. I was like, I think I saw that. I talked about that. Uh, Paramount Pictures has launched a new channel on YouTube that allows users to watch hundreds of licensed movies in full for free. There's not many classics because some of them are some of the well-known ones are King Solomon's Mind, uh, Elvis's King Creole. Oh, I am from the zoo. I am Elvis. Let me throw my cards at you. I'm Remy LaCroix. Put my cards in my ass. And Masters of the Universe. Okay. Oh, I am Dolph. Why has Paramount, a subsidiary of MTV owner Viacom, taken this step? Uh, they are trying to get some advertising revenue from an assortment of films, which would pretty much go unwatched. Yeah, which is smart. Oh no, yeah, put put the ones that aren't making any movie or any money, put the ones that aren't making any money out there for. I mean, yeah, just does Netflix pay? Well, I guess they do, but uh, how much? I wonder how much they pay the companies for each one. You know, I'm not sure how they work. If they pay based on how many people actually watch, watch. or if they pay a flat fee to show it. Hmm. Or it might be different contracts to based on who they're who, who it owns is the rights to the movies. Because I know when Seinfeld, the whole collection of TV series, yeah. that sold for I forget how many hundreds of millions to Hulu, yeah. and I know Netflix dropped out, and that that was a yeah. separate thing. So I don't know. I I because yeah, yeah, I don't like seem a lot like there would be independent a... movies. You're like now, are they giving one flat fee to do it, or do they like? You know, based on how many times it's watched, does Netflix throw them a couple of pennies at their way? Because I feel like there's not going to be a tough negotiations for Masters of the Universe. <laughs> no, they're giving it to you for free on <laughs> Netflix. They're on uh, it is on Netflix on YouTube. Too. Um, yeah, and they said they're splitting the ad revenue with YouTube. Uh, let's see. Basically, uh, they are saying that very likely this is going to be a precursor to Paramount has up their sleeve is a YouTube. Um, when sorry, yeah. said. Basically, it's a precursor to Paramount having their own channel, a subscription tier for partners, which is uh, expected to be out later this year. Basically, you can sign up for Paramount and get your movies from them. Yeah, well, via YouTube, which is owned by Google. Yeah, is that it. Yes. Um, I, after a while, there's going to be a lot of fucking things I have to subscribe to to watch. Yeah, that's the problem with having that a la carte. Is you got to be real specific on. What what you're actually going to watch? Yeah, you got to pay for everything. Yeah, like CBS has their own uh, subscription service. You can watch yeah. anything CBS has ever put out. Um, so I, I mean, it's great, but it's CBS. I don't need any more Kings of Queen, King of Queens. Was that CBS? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know shit, so it doesn't matter. It was shite, shite. Uh, Netflix Iron Fist found their uh, may have found their first their Iron Fist as the hashtag show reckons that. The actor is Loris Tyrell. Is that him from? Yeah, uh, Loris Tyrell is the character in from uh, Game, of Game of Thrones. Finn Jones. There's some controversy because he's white. You mean like Iron Fist? Well, the original Iron Fist, Danny, was white. 
because yeah. they wanted a Bruce Lee character, but Marvel did not want a yeah. uh, Asian because uh, Asian to play that role because they thought, ah, oh, no, we'll make him white, so sell here in America. because it's just the. But since then, I think they've changed it, and so now. Well, Danny is still white in the. Comics, is he still isn't white? He? Unless they changed it in the last two years. I thought they did. Okay. I thought they changed it. But anyways, people are upset. They're like, could you not cast an Asian for this role? It's like, yeah, I can see their point. But at the same time, I think there's going to be other major issues with this series. Just besides Finn Jones. I think there's going to be some major... I don't think it's going to do well. I'm scared for this. I'm not rooting against it. I'm just saying. I'm giving them benefit of the doubt based off of the previous, you know, the... Uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones so far, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm more excited about Luke Cage. That's the one I want to see. I'm actually I, excited about the Defenders. Yeah. I didn't think Luke Cage was that great in Jessica Jones. Uh, his character was kind of boring to me. Well, he was also not the main character. I mean, I'm assuming they're, they'll be... Jessica you know, Jones is in... Of, Jessica Jones is in Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Hey. Uh, uh, ew, is that good for anybody? Uh, <laughs> uh, but she won't be in the whole thing. I don't think like no. she'll be popping well, in. That's that. what I would assume. So no, I, I, I've heard people complain about he didn't get character development. I'm like, well, yeah, because it's Jessica Jones. Well, I, I'm not saying he didn't get character development. I'm just saying that his character was boring to me. He seemed like a like a bruiser type of person and his backstory didn't seem interesting to me. His backstory about his wife getting killed by a psychopath? That didn't get brought up, did it? Yeah. Did you watch Jessica Jones? I did. Yeah, Purple Man killed his wife. Purple. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Jessica Jones killed his wife. Okay, I remember now. Based off of what uh, Purple Man made her do. Uh, some other things. Domino will be joining Cable in Deadpool 2. I'm intrigued. I like Domino. Yeah, I, that makes sense just based off the origin. I mean, Domino was in... Uh, the first appearance of Domino is the same issue as the first appearance of Deadpool. Oh, okay. New Mutants 98? Yep. And the first appearance of Gideon. From Legends of Tomorrow, the ship? No. Oh, okay. I don't know just, who Gideon just, is. Uh, nobody knows who Gideon is. But <laughs> the front cover says, Introducing Deadpool, Gideon, and Domino. Two out of three Two of them are still around. <laughs> like Meatloaf says, two, ain't, two out of three ain't bad. Uh, so there you go. There is your news of the geek. It's time for Box Office Bombs. And the Box Office Bomb this week goes to Gods of Egypt. $14 million in its opening weekend on a $140 million budget. <laughs> Killing any dreams of Lionsgate making it into a franchise. Did that ever have a chance to make it to yes, a franchise? Yes, they wanted it to be a franchise. They wanted it to. I saw a review or something. Gods of Egypt has nothing to do with gods or Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Good for them. Good for them. Hey, hey. It's did better than Ballistic. Uh, 12% we're at on oh, Rotten Tomatoes. 12%. Still doing better than Ballistic X versus Sever. <laughs> Worst rate chase scene ever. He's on a motorcycle. Is that lady on a scooter passing him? Like a handheld scooter. Like a manual scooter. 
but Ballistic X versus Sever goes down to having the worst rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Even that image from Gods of Egypt I'm showing you looks bad. <laughs> Does that not look bad? I'm showing them an image. Oh, yeah, that looks bad. I, I don't know what that is. Like, is that just like... He looks like he has uh, crabs or uh, gonorrhea coming out of his nether regions. The orange, that's a lot of, that's a lot of heat Okay, you're there. looking way too close look at that. that. <laughs> Who doesn't look at that? Anyways, go ahead. Uh, I will say the best part of Gods of Egypt is the director. Did you see him? No. The director, uh, Proos, uh, let's see, he director Alex Proos, who's known for Dark City, is not happy that uh, it's a uh, 12%. And only a 24 out of 100 on Metacritic. Uh, he basically said, he rambled on on his Facebook page. He called uh, the critics a pack of diseased vultures pecking at the bones of a dying carcass. So he's calling your his film? movie a dying carcass? That's what he's comparing it to? Which is funny, I'm reading the article from Techno Buffalo. He The article says, I'm not sure if he realizes that makes it sound like his new movie is a dying carcass. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like he's saying. Or he's saying cinema is dying, which isn't a great thing for a director to say either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Then we'll give you millions of dollars to make another movie. Uh, he suggested critics were deranged idiots for bringing up, bringing up some of the film's questionable casting choices because they were all white. Instead of any type of Egyptian. That's probably the part of Egypt. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see here. He says it was groupthink amongst critics. He said it wasn't the negative reviews, but the uniformity of the reviews. Uh, he wants critics to stick to their guns and voice their true opinion. I think they did. <laughs> they, he did say, though, this is the best part, that he did compliment the ones that did give him good reviews because they weren't just, you know, going along with the herd. They thought for themselves. They were probably paid. So here's my thing, uh, and everybody else made the comment. So if you like the film, you're a genius, and you yeah. went against the grain. If you hated the film, you were a fucking idiot, and you just went with everybody else. <laughs> I uh, like that. And I think one of the uh, uh, television ads for the movie, like... They had those one-word uh, phrases, you know, the critics, uh, well, these are things critics saying about it type things, and just those one-word clips or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, those are all taken so out of context. <laughs> Magnificent. Like, awesome. Lee Bad. <laughs> <laughs> there was a podcast I was listening to a while back, and he's a film critic, one of the guys, and he was doing Planes 2, Fire and Rescue. And I hate Planes. I've mentioned that many times, the first one. second one was actually not bad, Planes Rescue. His his quote from his review was on the move the uh, the commercials. The commercial. Oh yeah, because he hated planes their first one as much as I did. And he said better than the first. He said better than the first, <laughs> and he said they used it on the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it can't be worse. <laughs> <laughs> so he said better than the first, and they used it better than the first, which is not saying much. <laughs> He's, he he agreed with me. It was better. It wasn't. Great, but it was more enjoyable. But it was just funny that his, there it is. It's like good for him. Uh, the Alex Pros, he said uh, the reason he's so mad at the critics is because people, the critics, look at whoever is the first one to send their review out, and then they all follow that, or they all think sweet. It's a shit. Oh, I'm gonna just start writing reviews. Uh, I send them out on Nerdly a lot, so and uh, we be geeks. No, but you gotta send you gotta send them out before the movie. Just write something about the movie and <laughs> see if I people saw it. Before, yeah, and Batman people, versus Superman now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> write it, and then everyone will follow your lead. 
It was awesome. It was uh, it was <laughs> shite. It was shite. Follow it. <laughs> oh wait, I think everyone else is going to write that anyways. No. Oh. <laughs> so, well, then write it wasn't shite, and then maybe everyone will agree. Uh, they said Gerard Butler. They're actually not surprised this bomb because he was the lead. Because they're <laughs> this is one of the quotes from like a studio insider. They're like, we really have no idea if he's a star or not. <laughs> Because his movies go so up and down. <laughs> no, he's not a name that you can cash in. No. no, no. He's good in the right part, but you can't cash in his name. And he looks like a nice guy. There's, I there's really hardly any people him. anymore who you can cash in their name. Did you see the Daytona 500? No. He was at the beginning doing all the, like, the gentlemen start your engines. Mm-hmm. And then at the, at the beginning, he wanted everybody to, to join him in saying, this is Daytona, like, this is Sparta. Oh, so oh God. Says, Everybody, this, this is Daytona, and they showed the the crowd, and it looked like in like movies where the crickets are going. In the <laughs> nobody was cheering, nobody was saying anything, <laughs> and and there it goes back to Gerard Butler, and he looks real uncomfortable. <laughs> and, and then he tries with with all the the. The pizzazz. Uh, with everything he could gather, which wasn't much at this point because he had been crushed by this. Uh, gentlemen, start your or, uh, raise your drivers start your. Yeah. Oh yeah, drivers. Since I feel like he's going to be using that quote like Jason Biggs does. I'm, I'm the, the pie fucker. <laughs> no, I'm the Sparta guy. No one this cares. Is Sparta. No one cares. Uh, Meet the Spartans is on. No, I wasn't in that. Oh, don't ever mention that movie uh, I can't believe that they thought this was going to be a franchise. <coughs> the commercials looked horrible. Yeah, well, I mean, I understand because it should be a movie that, you know, in my mind, I should be intrigued with just because I'm a huge fan of uh, mythology and whatnot. But it looks shite. I mean, it, but well, do one, you they know any right. Egyptian mythology? Not as much as Egyptian, but I know some. Jeff's but, a big mythology guy with the Greeks and the Romans yeah, and that stuff. Well, well, Greeks Greek, and Romans, you know? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I can I understand that. I love the white that. people mythology. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's what bothers me is when people do that, they screw it up. I mean, you know, Clash of the Titans, as much as I say I love that movie, it screws up the mythology stories. And that's one of the better ones. <laughs> the Hercules movie from Disney is a piece of shite. Because it the follows, cartoon? yes, no, it follows nothing from mythology. I know, and it was awesome. They should not be allowed to change the source material that much and still keep the name. So does Perseus really kill the Kraken with Medusa's head? Uh, that might be true. Uh, Perseus really kills Medusa to get her head. So I suppose it was. I don't know if it was the Kraken he was going after. Release the Kraken. Sorry. Uh, I, I, they said uh, they were hoping. This is now, mind you, it's a $140 million budget. They said Lionsgate was hoping and optimistic that it would hit $25 million opening week. Oh. That's well, still not good. No. Oh, they got 10% of its budget back. <laughs> Has it been released in Egypt yet? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, because the there was riots in Egyptians Egypt. love when the white people play them. <laughs> <laughs> and portray their gods with, with what kind of genitals did you... <laughs> Because they call they call it the whitewashing because of you know what washing oh, shut up <laughs> not washing shut up okay the review is 
whitewashing washing <laughs> isn't the only terrible thing about gods of egypt <laughs> it might uh, be the best part <laughs> yes uh i i, I want to read go on jeff to the next ones i want to read some of the the headlines for the reviews right. i'll get to them well, i'll do the rundown of the top five this week deadpool number one again another 31 and a half million total of 286 million on a 58 million dollar budget wow I, I wonder how that sequel is going to be quickly probably uh, Gods of Egypt is number two. Come on, it came to that band. It was number two at the box office <laughs> in February. Uh, with $14 million in its opening weekend on a $140 million budget, Kung Fu Panda number three, still hanging on. It's still there. Nine more million, a total of $129 million on its $145 million budget. I still have no idea how the budget's that high <laughs> for Kung Fu Panda Maybe there was like a cocaine clause in Jack Black's contract or something. Oh. <sighs> Well, speaking of Jack Black, wasn't that a great moment in Black History Month in the during the Oscars? Oh, that was <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jack Black. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. Was Jack Black really in all those films that? Yeah, <laughs> that Will Smith that was Will in. Smith, well, the two they mentioned apparently, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and yeah, Jack Black <laughs> for Black History Month. <laughs> Uh, Risen made seven million, a total of twenty-three million. On Which a, one's Risen? The the Jesus one. Oh. Jesus coming back from the dead, or the guy trying to figure out what happened to Jesus's body. One of those. The guy from Schindler's List. Uh, the, was he from Schindler's List? No, that was his the other. Was yeah, List. that was the other. The guy from Schindler's List's brother. Yeah. And Eddie the Eagle made only six million in its opening weekend on a twenty-three million dollar budget. Anybody see Eddie the Eagle? I have not. Have you? I have not. I I kind of want to because I like Cool Runnings. <laughs> cool Runnings is awesome. Cool Runnings is okay. Shut up. Eddie the Eagle will be better. I'm hoping Eddie the Eagle. I want to see it. Uh, one of the reviews is your opening weekend was as spectacular as the accuracy of your casting. <laughs> that was another one. Uh, let's see here. Um, damn it, now I just lost it all. Damn it. Go back. Go back. Their Twitter account's getting pretty hit. No, getting hit pretty hard from people. Shocking the internet attacks them. What, the internet? No. Ridiculous, offensive, and tremendously fun. <laughs> and, and they probably said, tremendously fun! <laughs> they don't make movies like Gods of Egypt anymore, and that's a good thing. <laughs> they don't make movies like this anymore! <laughs> The, the Gods of Egypt is a bad movie. There's no getting around it. <laughs> okay, I can't find anything good to say. The Gods of Egypt is a dot, dot, dot movie. <laughs> 20 minutes into Gods of Egypt, Hollywood's latest flaccid, inept, and lackadaisic... Lackadaisic? Delzic? Thank you. Lackadaisic action flick. <laughs> wow. Uh, nothing conforms rampant stupidity faster than this. <laughs> so there you go. So... Uh, yeah, so, rampant. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, people also search for on uh, Google if you're looking for gods of Egypt, mummy, mummy return, sorry, Hercules, and the legend of Hercules. So Hercules. Uh, uh, we're gonna have to see gods of Egypt one day. Not pay for it, but free. No, no, it'll probably go next to. Uh, to quote Brian and Tony on salty language, I'll watch that for free. I'll watch <laughs> that for free. Our next podcast. It could be in our shrine up there. Yeah, well, we can put it next to... Uh, what, what? Green Lantern, Pompeii. Pompeii. That's Pompeii. It, yeah. it, it, I think it fits with the Pompeii uh, yeah. feel. How am I going to be an optimist? Obviously, the studio was not. <laughs> All right, upcoming March 4th, 
2016, Zootopia. My wife and son saw that. And? Reviews? Uh, thanks for, it's free, I asked for the free passes. Um, my wife, they liked it. My wife said it was a little bit darker than she thought. It's okay. a cartoon. Yeah. It wasn't offensive or anything. She's, she don't take it like that. Uh, she said it was a little bit over my son's head, who's five, oh. six. So, uh, it was no because now didn't have enough stuff to keep the kids interested. He, was, he though, liked it, even though some things yes. went over his head. That doesn't mean correct. Okay, he liked it. Uh, she said it was not as funny. Like it was not the comedy that they thought. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple good scenes, like the BMV when they go in and the sloths are working. Yeah. But she's like, it was good. It was fun. But she's like, it was a lot different than she thought it was going to be. Now, so. I saw a review that said the best Disney animation studio film in the last 20 years. Wow. Basically, the plot is that the one animal wants to be a cop, the female. Uh, she yeah. wants to be a cop, but there's no crime in this town because even the predators are all, uh, or the carnivores are all friendly. And uh, they basically have had their predator instincts taken out of them. Uh, throughout time and, you know, living in the city. And there's this mad bad guy that starts injecting these predators within. There's basically, I guess, murders. <laughs> so, uh, but then, like, the predators that weren't eject injected with this, they start getting outcast. So my wife's like, it is kind of like a social, social, racial thing. And she's like, that was actually kind of interesting. But she's like, it was a little bit darker than she thought it would be. So she said very Pleasantville-like. Okay. Which is a good movie. But I was just intrigued when I saw, like I said, saying the best Disney animation studio mm -hmm. in 20 years. I'm like, saying it's better than Frozen? They're saying it's better I than just, Hercules, but that's probably true. I just saw Frozen and I, for the first time, and yeah. I did not like it. Really? Not I liked it. I'm not saying I liked it. I'm just saying everybody else seemed to like it, so it surprises me that someone is going to put a movie like I, this saying better than Frozen. I have a daughter. Lion King, is that 20 years ago? That's over 20 yeah, years it's ago. Yeah, 91. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so... So Lion King, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast 94. is good. I like yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, Aladdin, uh, Little Pocahontas, maybe? Ugh. Pocahontas, Mulan era is probably about 20 years ago. Mulan is not bad. Pocahontas is not good. Oh. But they have that good song. Mel Gibson singing, yeah. No, not uh, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Colors of the Wind or whatever. Yes. Um, it's a good I, song. Whether you, it's you not like bad. the movie or not. It's, it's not a horrible. Pocahontas is not horrible. But uh, my daughter's into Frozen a lot lately. And so we've seen it a lot. It's not bad. I think it's, uh, there's a lot for adults. I enjoy it. I think it's overrated from what it is. Because it's just it's just a steamroller. I mean, the merchandising and everything. Yeah. So, But... You know what? It, it's I, I I look at it and it makes me laugh. And I'm not trying on a soapbox, but it is funny. Like when you see the studios, like with Ray from Star Wars. I'm not trying to get into the feminist yeah. thing or anything. Like, oh, you know, boys aren't going to buy these female characters. Girls don't go to the movies to watch these yeah. things. Frozen's the biggest cartoon of all time. One of the biggest movies of all time. Well, fuck you. Yeah, they do. If you make a good film with good characters, they don't care. And it's the same thing. So I always kind of laugh at it. Like. Yeah, Frozen kind of blew that out of the water. The problem I have with Frozen is that song is not good. Oh, God. We've listened to that about a billion times in this yeah, household. I mean, I don't know what it is. But I mean, apparently it really hits the buzzers and kids' brains, mm. and they like it. But, I mean, I don't have a child, so it's not like it was even shoved down you know, my ear holes. But just hearing it the dozen times I heard it, I'm like, this isn't good. My Where daughter's was... two, and she's... 
every time it comes on, every time she watches it, and she's like, as soon as the song's over, again! And it's like, no. She's like, go, no, no, again! She doesn't even like the rest of the film. Like, she watches bits and pieces, but she just wants the song. It's like, no, we want to watch Olaf. Olaf is the funny part. We're watching Olaf. (laughs) You have a doll that sings at his Elsa, okay? Just play that. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. go ahead. Keep okay. Uh, also coming out, London has fallen. Second week in a row, Gerard Butler has a movie coming out. Ooh. Well, <laughs> this is a March release, not a February release. That's How true. do you think it'll do? I don't know. I the first one, Olympus has fallen. Did you see that scam? Oh, it's actually a sequel to Olympus yeah. has fallen. Yeah. Oh. London falls now. <laughs> or as the three six five guys say, it's the American version of London. Ah. <laughs> Um, so that means that we knock over their uh, big Ferris ben. wheel. Yes, probably. Olympus has fallen was actually fun. It's not a good film, but it's fun to watch. I enjoyed it. It was a good action fi- flick. Wasn't White House Down better? No, uh, no. Um, shoot, Tate's. Tate's. Yeah. Tate's. We haven't talked about Tate's lately. Or sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue with Wesley Snipes. Oh, that was back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> Uh, wasn't that 1600? Wasn't that what it was called? What did 16, I say? 1600 Pen, I think, or something. No, that was I think push. it was just called 1600, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, was it? Did you see Tate's movie Gambit has been pushed back? Oh, it doesn't surprise me. I hear it's not going as well as they hoped. Yeah, the director left. <laughs> so now I have no director. I, I heard Tate's can't pull off a uh, New Orleans accent. Oh, I can. About dubbing over his line. <gasps> I got it. Me, me, me. <laughs> Call me. I'm on on a book on a tape okay okay isn't channing tatum from louisiana yes, yes but i'm better <laughs> i am better oh i am getting better fuck you tates but louisiana was lower than alabama on all the lists that i looked at <laughs> they're so dumb they came into their own accents <laughs> oh. send all complaints to jason at graphic Novel. yes <laughs> and also coming out this week whiskey tango foxtrot yes they said it's Tina Fey's best movie. Has she been in really that great of movie? She's enjoyable. I mean, I like her. She's funny, but... Mean Girls was a good movie. Which one? Mean Girls. Oh, Mean Girls was very good. I'll give you that. Um, let's see. And what she else wrote was... that from the oh, book. Oh, yes. I'm trying to think what else she was in. Uh, Baby Mama wasn't that good. No. I didn't see this new one with Amy Poehler. She just did, yeah. That could I'm... be good, but I don't know. Or is that Steve Carell movie where they were married? Oh, date night. Yeah. Oh, that was not good. I I kind of enjoyed it. It was. I mean, it wasn't good, but didn't that have Tate's in it? It did have Tate's in it. Yeah. So I did like when they were getting robbed, and the guy turned his gun, and he's like, (laughs) "He killed the the kill turn, kill turn, or whatever." He's going for the kill. (laughs) He turned the gun. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Um. Let's do some buy sell. All right. uh, Gerard Butler buy sell sell. Unless you could buy him now really cheap, because I don't know. Well, maybe after... Yeah, I don't know. He's. I'm selling. I, I think London has fallen my Oof. bomb. I, no pun intended. I don't I think, think I right. would ever buy Gerard Butler. <laughs> he was in that movie with Jennifer Aniston. I mean, he does... Oh, God, the... <laughs> Bounty Hunter Bounty, thing? Yeah. Oh. No, he does some good movies, but he's very inconsistent. And wasn't he in Timeline? <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't timeline. So it was Paul Walker for the science. And Paul Walker might have gotten it off easier. He doesn't have to watch it anymore. <laughs> oh, 
I, that's the sad part was I wanted Timeline to be good. The book was good. But, oh, man. The book was good. But but it did have a lot of trebuchets in it. It did have a lot of trebuchets <laughs> in that's it. That's the best thing I can say about the movie. Are uh, <laughs> uh, you selling or buying? I'm going to sell him. I, I think the when something flops as big as Gods of Egypt looks like it's going to. Unless your name is Idris Elba, then you like flopping. That big. All right, moving that was on. His uh, penis. <laughs> moving on to Hugh Jackman, buy or sell. He was in Eddie the Eagle. He was. Uh, he's, he's got one more Wolverine, Wolverine. movie. Yeah. Well, he's got the newest X Men, and then one movie after that is Wolverine. Is he in the new one? I a bit part. I, I think Age of Apocalypse. I think he's in it, but not like a huge starring role. But I think he has a minor role. They talked about Lee Schreiber uh, coming back as uh, Sabretooth soon. Oh, really? I'll take that. I like him. But so they're going to do this, and then the next Wolverine movie is going to be Old Man Logan? Mm-hmm. That is correct. I'm selling. You th- you're selling? I'm selling. I, okay. Uh, I'm thinking... Most of his non-X-Men things don't do good. I, if it does okay... He might be in the mo- uh, film version of Boy From Oz. Oh, he is from Oz, isn't he? Yes. Okay. I, I, I think... Wolverine, a Wolverine movie is due to be big with with the way that the comic book movies are going re- recently. So I'm going to buy him because I think that his his Wolverine movie is going to do much better than the old one. I'm going to buy him too, just so I could go out to get a beer with him because he sings and dances, and I think yes. he'd be a fun to person to talk to. <laughs> I don't think you get to hang out with him when you buy the <laughs> in our game. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, stupid no. stock. Jason's saying that because we're talking about celebrities we think would be cool to hang, cool out, to with. hang out with. And Jason's like, oh, yeah, Hugh Jackman's the kind of guy I think you can like, go to the local bar and have a drink with him or whatever. And he sings and dances. <laughs> and Jason's wife just started laughing at him. Like, oh, like, singing and dancing is high on your list of guys you want to hang out with. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. All right. <laughs> Let's do our top five. All right. In honor of the Oscars and Leonardo DiCaprio winning his very first our top five this week is our top five favorite Leonardo DiCaprio films. Not the best films, just his favorite. Your favorite. Just our favorite. Yes. Uh, Scab Jeff, you go first. Uh, my number five is Romeo and Juliet. Oh, what's my number three? I, I really enjoyed that. I really liked, I really liked Be- uh, Baz Luhrmann. I, I didn't like... Uh, Oh wait, we I probably shouldn't bring that one up because it might be on somebody's list because Caprio's in uh, Great Gatsby too, isn't he? Yes. No, he is. But it's not I, on my list. Not on my list. <laughs> okay, okay. I like Baz Luhrmann too. I really uh, do. I didn't like Great Gatsby, but uh, well, yeah, you're a Moulin big Rouge. fan of Moulin Rouge. Moulin, Moulin Rouge, Rouge is was one of my fantastic. Favorites. Yes, thank did you. Do, did he do Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Was that Baz Luhrmann? Oh, did he? I don't or know. Am I thinking I'll of... check. I'll check. But, but the Romeo and Juliet, I just really like the idea of doing it with all the original... With all uh, the original dialogue. Dialogue. But then updating it to a modern feel, yeah, modern times. Just, when they draw their swords, they got the gun. Uh-huh. Uh, Baz Luhrmann did Strictly Ballroom. Okay. Romeo and Juliet. Moulin Rouge. Australia. 
was that one? Oh, oh yeah, that, that was not good. I didn't yeah. see that one. And so the great, not, great Gatsby. So he did not do Priscilla. Okay. Correct. So Australian is the second highest uh, grossing Australian film of all time, next to Crocodile Dundee, and right ahead of Happy Feet. I didn't know Happy Feet was I didn't Australian. Know either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, go ahead. But, uh, yeah, I really like Romeo and Juliet. And, uh, yeah, I think I pretty much said what I wanted to say about it. But, <laughs> uh, tell about but I had it at number three on my list. Baz Luhrmann, um, he is developing a new series on Netflix called The Get Down about the birth of hip-hop in the 70s. I'll watch it. I like I like him. So, love Moulin although, Rouge. Although I do have to say, I think uh, Harold Piranow in Romeo and Juliet was excellent as, I think it was Mercutio. If I'm remembering the who played what role correctly, <laughs> I I, th- I think I remember more of the of the text from Romeo and Juliet from that movie that, that movie. I do that I do <laughs> the like, long sword the gun <laughs> <laughs> like whatever I, I I tell somebody that I hate them I always in the back of my head uh, I hate you like I hate hell all Montagues and thee <laughs> like like what's his face said in, in the Baz Luhrmann version of the <laughs> film uh, I'll go next since you went last week Jeff okay my number five is a tie uh, fuck you cannot do you that you cannot do it's that it's a very right? limited list and you're throwing you are not gonna ties. have these films on it if you put Critters 3 I'm punching you oh <laughs> No, I don't have Critters 3 on the I do! <laughs> I figured you would. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy and Critters 3. 3. Critters 3. And the reason is... Poison about... Ivy was my number 2. Was it? No. no okay. <laughs> he plays Guy. Guy. Well, and I think it's a person named Guy. Yes. <laughs> but it looks like he's being credited as Guy. <laughs> hey, Guy! And the reason is, I'm not kidding. I grew up with those films. I loved the Critters films growing up. And so, you know what? I'm taking it as Critters 3 and Poison Ivy because, oh, Poison Ivy. <laughs> because because Blake's more... not here and you can choose two in your <laughs> And I'm going to be the creepy slot. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Blake, come back next week. Woo-hoo. So, Poison Ivy and Critters 3. All right. What's your number five? My number five, um, just, just because Scab Jeff is here, I got to go Spielberg. Don't you dare. Catch Me If You Can? My number one, motherfucker. Really? I love Catch Me If You Can. I actually like Catch Me If You Can, and it's Spielberg. I love Catch Me If You Can. Oh, I enjoy it. it You motherfucker. Put it on the board. Yay. It was number five on the list. Sorry. I don't think it made my honorable mention. Uh, Jay, do you want to talk about it since it was your number one? It's just a fun film, and like I love those type of con movies where they don't have to be... I hate the con movies where they're too... In, in your face and, you know, too tricky. Ocean's Eleven was fun, but yeah. it got too convoluted and, you know, it was like everything had to hit just right. Catch Me If You Can, it was just, yeah, there were some things that hit just right, but it was basically, it was biographical and it was really good just the way he did it. And it, they showed, they explained how he did it. And it hit Tom Hanks, Carl Hanratty. That's right. <laughs> Just telling yourself in. <laughs> the, the thing is, Spielberg knows how to make movies, and he's good at it. But he doesn't believe in his audience, I don't think. And he has to say, hey, I, I, can, I can make this, and I can make you feel it, but I better go overboard and really make you feel it and, and really understand that this is what you're supposed to feel. Like the... 
like AI. a stupid red shirt and and uh, Schindler's List and AI when the bear holds up the, the yes. lock of hair and then the ET. Uh, what's it? The movie that just came out, Bridge of Spies. There was he had a conversation with the guy at the beginning, and then of course the conversation comes back up at the end, and it's like a oh, bear holding up the lock of hair moment, <laughs> and and he does that, and it's I, I think what makes me so mad about Spielberg is he's a very very confident uh, filmmaker, but he messes it up. That should be on. Uh, his commercials. A very competent filmmaker. <laughs> Spielberg presents Bridge of Spies. You see what the critics are calling a very competent filmmaker. <laughs> oh, but what I where I was going with that was uh, Catch Me If You Can. He didn't do that. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't have. There wasn't that that Jeff cringe moment where the bear held up the lock of hair. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Jeff. What's your number four? Uh, my number four is The Aviator. Really? You like yeah. the aviator? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just asking. Was that Scorsese? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I liked the... I own the aviator. I I think it was one of my honorable mentions. No, it wasn't. No. Oh. I like the aviator. Uh, don't have a lot to say about it, but okay. it made number four on my list. My number four? <laughs> you guys are going to kill me. And this is another one I just love because it's a fun movie. The Quick and the Dead. That was my number four. Yeah! There you go, Jeff. Up high. Woo! Quick and the Dead was great. It was a fun movie. I very well could like it. I never saw it. Sharon Stone was... It was Sam Raimi. Yeah. That's a, I, Gene Hackman was hilarious. Or not hilarious, but he was chewing the scenery <laughs> everywhere. Uh, I think... One of the best death scenes in any Western I've ever seen was Leonardo DiCaprio dying in Quick Is that with the, the hole in the heart, or the, the sun shining through? No, that was Gene Hackman. And, uh, yeah. It's like he gets shot and he's like, what? <laughs> what the oh, hell? What right. the hell just happened? Am, am I dying? Am I dying? I'm not supposed to die. I'm the quick. <laughs> not the dead. Nope. <laughs> Sharon Stone is the quick. Oh, well, he thought he was the quick. So I love quick and dead. So that was your number four, Jeff. That What's your number, number three, four. Scab? I have Django Unchained as my number three. That was my number two. Ah, fuck. I gotta change that now. That actually should be on it. Yep, I'll put that as my number three. I, f- <laughs> I completely forgot all about it. Okay, so you're gonna have a tie then for your number three? Yeah, I'll drop the other one off my list completely. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very fluid here. <laughs> yeah, even, even though I just saw Django Unchained for the first time about a month ago, uh, I was like, why did it take me so long to see this? I was for some reason, I wasn't expecting much from it. He he plays a hell of a role in that film. Man, they they all do good. I mean, well, I think Christoph Waltz is one of the best actors out there right now. So so I'm still trying to figure out. Did you just change your top five because of one that I gave? Yes, yes. That's, he actually, that's completely against the rules. <laughs> I'm I'm pulling on Blake. He actually um, added it to his list, though. I'm, I'm hobying the <laughs> so shit out of this. So you added one that I knocked out? Yes. To quote Neil and Annalise, I'm hobying the shit out of this. Uh, what's I, your... I just love Tarantino dialogue. Is... Yeah. I still need to see Hateful Eight. But... I do, too. Uh, what My number three was uh, Django Unchained. Uh, Jeff, what's your number three? Uh, my number three was Romeo and Juliet. And your number two? My number two is Django Unchained. Okay, well, this is going quick. Uh, my number two is Wolf of Wall Street. Anyone? Nothing. It was it was good. It's okay. not on my it's on my honorable uh, mention. Never saw it, so I it was a good movie. Uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, I think it could have been about 25, 30 minutes shorter because they kind of repeated some of the same things. But I thought he did a fun job in it. I like yeah. him playing the smarmy character 
Um, you know, he's like, again, kind of like, catch me if you can. He's one step ahead of the guys uh, chasing him. So I kind of liked it. And it even made Jonah Hill, you know, tolerable. Yeah, see, uh, I you think, get to see his penis, don't you? Yeah. I never Ugh. saw it because, you know, I just heard enough about it that they use, they, it just sounds like it will offend my sensibilities, like how often they cuss in it and everything. There's a lot of cussing in it. And I don't mind cussing, but. Uh, well, it's I mean, fucking he's ridiculous. not really a redeemable character. <laughs> no, he's not. And that was what a lot of critics had a problem with was the, he, he was the the main guy. It was it seemed to be glorifying the bad stuff, like like almost like uh, well, kind of like, like how Wall Street was supposed to make him look bad, and everyone thought it was glorified. And greed is good was was supposed to be a bad a speech from a villain, and people accepted it as gospel. Wolf, uh, Wall Street 2, right? Money Never Sleeps? No, 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 not Wall Street 2. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what is your number... Oh, by the way, I was kidding when I said it offended my sensibilities. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, just making sure. Uh, what's your number two, Jeff? He already did you that. Already did you that. just did your, number, did two. your number two. Okay, so we're going back to Scab Jeff. Jeff's uh, number two. What's my number scab? two, Inception. That's my number one. I don't understand. It's a dream inside a dream inside a dream inside of dream. I, I still don't understand what it is about it you don't like. I find it fucking ridiculous. A dream inside a dream inside a dream. Fucking ridiculous. Didn't like it. You've never dreamed inside of a dream? No! Really? You never have? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I have. Really? I've Oh, I've woken up and started like going down my daily routine and realized I'm still dreaming. And so I woke up again and continued It sucks the- when you go through half your work day and <laughs> yeah, you wake yeah, up, yeah. oh, god damn it. God damn it. I've, I've done that. <laughs> and I've done that like three times in like one night when I like thought I woke up after waking up after waking up. And, and it's then- always days when you're stressed about work the next day. So then you get past that in the dream. You get past that, that point where you think that you're... That, that you finally got that big stressful thing that you have to worry about at work the next day out of the way. And then you wake up, God damn it! <laughs> I feel like Blake sleeps through a lot of uh, Hobie podcasts, so maybe maybe he's doing it. And then, and then when I finally wake up, I'm not even actually sure I'm, I'm awake. I'm like, how do I know this is still not a dream? You're all fucked up. <laughs> but it's not about yeah. dream inside of a dream yes, inside of a I dream. Know. It's about the fabric of reality. What's real, what's not. The and dreidel is spinning. Yeah, we know. And no, you you obviously don't. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. You like Terminator, and they time travel in Terminator. <sighs> so if something not believable is your is your no! basis for not liking something. And I love Christopher Nolan. <laughs> you opted for dream inside of a dream things. over time travel. I think Inception's overrated. I mean, I can understand you like, okay, uh, I don't like it or whatnot, but for you to be like so, oh my God, it's so terrible. It's one of the worst movies ever made. I never said it was one of the worst movies you, ever you made. You act like it whenever we bring it up. Well, I'm kind of a diva. I can't overact. Uh. <laughs> I mean, come on. You we, think we're that Critters about... 3 is better than Inception? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, there's only like, what, 40 movies to choose from on this list. You know I love this movie. You know it's going to be my number I one. I know, and I was waiting for it so I can mock it. And you're like, oh my god, I can't believe you can't Is that your impression of me? <laughs> <laughs> That might be the worst impression ever on Hobie. Ooh, I, I, let's let's see if it wins a floppy. <laughs> <laughs> for best, for you get un, you get dethroned as best impression. <laughs> well, I mean, I to Shite! That was shite. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. 
Kev, Chris, what do you think? Does that sound like an accurate Jason? No, it doesn't. I'm Jeff. I got furry ribbies. What's that old boot? Anyways, you're Canadian now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Canadian, and the only way Jason could let you know who he's doing an impersonation of is to say, I am so-and-so. You have to give the name of the person you're impersonating. Shut up. Was that your number two scam? That was my number two. What's your number one? Celebrity. Oh. I saw it on IMDb. I don't know what it is. It's a Woody Allen film. Oh. But I... Uh, any Woody Allen film is is awesome, better than any Scorsese film. Oh, so, <laughs> or not any Woody Allen film, but most yeah, any. Okay. I'm about to. I could find some that aren't good. <laughs> there's there's some old bad Woody Allen, but most of Woody Allen I think is is just fantastic, and it's just the the humor is so intelligent, and it's it's like a it's like a very it seems like an important movie that will be uh, studied by film students in the in the future, as opposed to the other ones, which are like Titanic, more fun. So, what you're saying is the people from Alabama won't get it. Yeah, the people from Alabama <laughs> won't like celebrity. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, VF. Um, <laughs> you could send your complaints, Alabamians, to Jeff at Graphic Novice if you ever get the internet. Moving on, uh, number one. <laughs> Uh, Catch Me If You Can is mine. Uh, Mine's Inception. Okay. Uh, Nobody had Blood Diamond on there. I never saw it. Uh, Nobody had Revolutionary Road with Kate Winslet. I was not not a big fan of that one. It was okay, but it it was just too slow moving. Nobody had Shutter Island? Never saw it. I, I saw Shutter Island. I didn't dislike it. I can't believe The Beach wasn't on anybody's top five. Never saw it. Oh, that was bad too. Is that Danny Boyle? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, the beach looks like one I would probably enjoy. It was not good. You wouldn't. No. Jeff is scamming. Nope, nope. I thought about putting Man in the Iron Mask on there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But then I found, oh, wait, there's actually movies that I like better than that. Critters 3. That didn't make it. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, my honorable mention since I knocked off at number three was Gangs of New York. I had that as my honorable yeah. mention. It went from three all the way to honorable mention wow. because Django Unchained. <laughs> I had Revenant and The Departed on there as well. Uh, yeah, the, the Departed was the one that uh, was just couldn't fit on my list. I should have should have hobied it and put it on my list. But. You should have hobied it, <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah, nobody had The Departed on their list, did they? I no, kind of surprised no. me. We did get some uh, listener feedback. Uh, Chris Richards at Chris Three Six Five Flicks. He had The Basketball Diaries, Wolf of Wall Street, Inception. Django Unchained <laughs> and Gangs of New York. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Boom! Uh, let's see. Doctor Number One had The Quick and the Dead at number one. That's Catch Me you can't, If You Can at two. Three is Poison Ivy. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think I'm pretty close to Doctor Number One. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I only have three because those are the only ones I've seen. Well, okay. Uh, Who hasn't seen Titanic? Doctor number one. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Brian H. at Brian underscore Hackney. Gangs of New York. The Departed. Django Unchained. Catch Me If You Can. And Blood Diamond. He loses points, though, for the beach. Good man. Good man. <laughs> he loses points for Titanic. Jack. Jack. Rose. 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 Jack. Rose. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, he loses points for Avatar, and he wasn't even in it. 
but he was in Titanic, was done by the director of Avatar. So. Uh, bad idea of the week, uh, number 520, uh, being, in, uh, being directed by James Cameron. So we're going with that. <laughs> well, I wonder where you pulled that one from. Oh, I had that already for a while. That, that's how good our podcast is. We just segue James right into Cameron it. James Cameron did some good movies. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Tell did, me. Did uh, The Aliens? Abyss? He did Aliens? Oh, Abyss. You Alien. didn't like Abyss? No, no. Abyss Aliens. is good. Alien. Okay, I'll give you, okay, that's fine. One. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I think, what else did he do? Did he do Strange Days? Oh God! No strange days. You're trying to make a point here, right? No, come on. Well, the, James Cameron's a, a confident director who does good <laughs> films. I don't think com- you're real. He's a confident director. <laughs> Just because you say competent doesn't mean that it's good. <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it means. Okay, here we go. Avatar four is he's making. Avatar three. Uh, Avatar two. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Avatar. <laughs> oh, oh, he did Terminator. Terminator. We didn't even mention Terminator. Oh, yeah. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. No, no, Terminator. We're talking about the good ones. Oh, sorry. Uh, Piranha Part 2, The Spawning. He directed. Oh, wow. Uh, Aliens. That wasn't bad. Uh, True, True Lies. Lies. True Lies. I like True Lies. <coughs> that was a fun movie. Dark Angel TV series. Yeah. I remember liking that, but that was a while back. He was really good at part, in Prada Part 2. Good for you. So, Well, thank you, Scab Jeff, for coming on this week. I'm glad that uh, you came on even though I destroyed you in the Oscars this year. 7 uh, nothing. Yeah, it was a shutout. Not in my favor, though. I feel next year I could get at least one. I feel well, like maybe it. if you show up to the Oscars. Put it on your calendar now. <laughs> Do we know when the Oscars are next year? February. Be, I'm just going to put every Sunday, March. <laughs> every yeah. Sunday in March and April in February. I'm just going to put probably Oscar. the last Sunday in February. Okay, I will put it on there. Or the first Sunday in March. Uh, you you realize your relative's birthday will be the same time every. Yeah, well, but change. not on the same day. Yeah, yeah, it could be different. But if it's the weekend, well, I'm just saying. Well, if it's been on the calendar for a year, then maybe they could push it back to Saturday. If it's not the <laughs> or actual day, I just won't day. show up. Then uh, <laughs> skip one for an NHL uh, All Star game. <laughs> so, okay, well, thank you, Scab Jeff. We're uh, still on the air, aren't we? Yes, yes we are. <laughs> <laughs> like our uh, daily planner is pretty exciting on the air stuff. Uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets. There's a history, not so bad. There's the history. It's the history, bad, so bad.